0: I was I was just going to make a joke about how this is the the official podcast of Arby's sauce is good and Chick Fil A sauce is terrible.
1: Oh, how dare you! Hello and welcome to Achievement Hunting One Hundred and One. This is Level Two Eleven. You'll notice no Big L, you'll notice no Matrox, you'll notice no Kenny. Instead, today, we have myself, Kushmoose and an old guest that we've... I, sh- I shouldn't say an old guest, that's totally the opposite. Uh, a guest that used to be on all the time. Rocker Dude!
0: Howdy, howdy. I'm back. How you doing? Once s- again. I- Thank you
1: for stepping in.
0: Th- yeah, yeah, no problem. I- I'm here at a-, a moment's call, just for you, buddy. Nice. Thank you.
1: Uh, And making his first appearance on the panel,
2: KT Echo. Hey, what's up, pals? Glad to be here.
1: Hey, thanks for being with us. Now, what we like to do when we get someone here for the first time is we like to make them talk about themselves uh, and introduce themselves to the community. Let us know, uh, you know, kind of your gaming background, where you came from, like what you like to play, how you got into achievement hunting, uh, all that sort of fun stuff. Uh,
2: so, is there anything that you uh, would like to share? Oh my God, that, that's uh, that's a lot of questions. Um, let's see. So, my gaming background—I've been playing for you know my whole life, as I assume a lot of us here have been. Um, I've actually started like PC gaming most of my life, really. Um, StarCraft: Brood War will always hold a special memory in my heart. Um, I actually only started at Xbox. In like 2019, really, uh, like I've had one for a while, um, but I didn't really care too much about it because <laughs> I like competitive games, um, and you don't really do that a whole lot on the Xbox. Um, so, like RTSs, FPSs, like those are all for for the PC, really. Um, I guess it's worth mentioning that I actually am an ex professional gamer. Um, I did get to get paid to play games uh, before. It was cool, though. So it was before Twitch. Uh, if you remember Justin TV, uh, yep, do you remember yes. that? Yeah, that that's <laughs> kind of around my time, but that was still not really over in the States too much, right? That was usually kind of the, from my experience, the Koreans playing StarCraft, right? That's where a lot of that came from. Uh, so I never got into the streaming game, uh, but I did well enough, and I invested all that money back into my PC and buying colors for my names and stuff like that. So I didn't really take it too far. Eventually, I got a real job. Uh, software developer Ooh. now. <laughs> yeah. Your professional gaming was in StarCraft or It was actually in a game. Do you guys uh, are you guys familiar with Nexon?
1: Yes. Oh, you're going to tell me that it was Lineage?
2: Uh no, and it was not MapleStory either. Okay. It was a shooter called Combat Arms.
1: Did not know this one.
2: Yeah, so it's a free-to-play shooter, it's very arcade. Um you jump a lot like you would in Halo, but there's no kind of like floaty movement like you would have in Halo. So everything's real snappy. Um, it's free to play. So for a while, it was good until Nexon realized they could start charging for powerful weapons, right? You could, again, this was a while back. This is when all this was still pretty new. So as soon as they figured that out, they eventually killed the game pretty quickly. <laughs> <laughs> um, and I actually think there's like, it's still around. Um, there's a Combat Arms Next in a
0: Combat Arms like, Classic or Reloaded, something like that. Yeah, Reloaded, and apparently it's the number one free-to-play online FPS in Europe. In Europe? Okay, in I Europe. don't know why in they're Europe. playing this game. Um, they definitely
2: destroyed it. But, uh, yeah, so it was in Combat Arms. Um, I did want... I, uh, let's see, I definitely played Brood War competitively, but definitely not well enough to get paid for it. Because the competition there was really tough. Um, If you're familiar with the term APM, this is actions per minute, Mm -hmm. uh, which is very important in RTSs, right? Right. Uh, I played Zerg. That was my race. Um, So we had to have a higher APM than the other races, Terran and Protoss, because we have a lot more units, right? So I could get my APM up to like, I think it peaked around 360s uh, on average. So 360 actions per minute. Uh, but I still couldn't hang with the best. Um, you know, I, I got to Diamond in StarCraft 2. StarCraft Brood War didn't really have a ladder system. It was just to just face off against anybody. Um, so it's a good time. But uh, yeah, those games are tough. And I think that's actually a reason why they're not really around anymore.
0: <laughs> RTSs so, are really hard. So go ahead. Yeah. So with, with FPS and RTS kind of being your you know your professional genres of choice, do you find yourself nowadays playing those more than... Other types of games? Um
2: great question. Not really. And I think it's largely because of achievement hunting. And to kind of lightly touch on that, the reason why, or I guess one of the reasons why I really like achievement hunting is it gives me a clear stopping point for a game. Where it's like, oh, I'm done with it, right? So I put hundreds of hours into StarCraft, into combat arms, and all these games, and I'm like, what am I doing with my life? Right? I feel like I'm not building towards anything.
0: It feels like a waste. I, I kind of had the same uh, realization when I was playing destiny, which is kind of like it was in a <laughs> yep, between yep. time before I got back into achievements. And it's just like the same thing every night. And I'm like, what am I doing? I'm yeah. not, I'm not so gaining
1: I, anything here. I guess that means you never got into world of Warcraft then. If, if you wanted a game that had <laughs> a defining or a definite end, it was not world of Warcraft.
2: Yeah. I, I played it some, but again, it was before my achievement hunting escapades. Uh, which were pretty recently like 2019 i think i mentioned that right so i'm still pretty new i think the first time i talked to l uh over voice he was like why is your gamer score so low like this is the first thing he said i was like okay okay come on dude <laughs> that sounds like l <laughs> yeah that yeah
1: was it rude yeah okay
2: uh, um but yeah so um i think another one of the questions you had is how i found the community um yeah. which i think might not be the m- most common story uh I kind of got frustrated with a lot of the gaming podcasts that I listened to, especially the Xbox-oriented ones, because I was I got into achievement hunting again, kind of by myself. Uh, There wasn't like a group that pushed me towards it or anything, and uh, I was I just wanted somebody to represent that community again because I knew it was a big thing back in like the 2010s, early 2010s back then. Mm -hmm. Um, Actually, it's probably older than that now, right? Uh, I think 2008 is probably, like, peak, right? Because 06 was when it came out. Nobody knew what achievements were.
0: Yeah. I definitely I, didn't
1: get into it when they first came out. It it took me a while. I was I got into it when Stallion was really big and just about to leave, like, his podcast scene. That's about the time I picked up.
0: Yeah, okay. I was before that, but it was... Like, Stallion probably had, like, I don't know, 300 to 400k at that point. <laughs> which was, That's a great which was still, you know... <laughs> Uh, a lot at that time, but yeah, it was. Yeah. Yeah, so I I
2: just got I guess frustrated that nobody was talking about this side of gaming that I was enjoying a lot, right? So I literally just searched in my podcast app, like Achievement Hunting Podcasts. And I looked at the list, and I was like, "Eh, I'll try this one out. And it's kind of funny that it was so roundabout because I've been on TA since like 2011. I didn't use it oh, a lot no. until recently, but yeah, I just found it randomly on the internet, and you guys talked about the Discord a lot, so I hopped into the Discord. Um, some of you, some of you guys might know me. I helped run the Red Ring event with EOJ recently, mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. mostly talking in the BCM channel. It's where you'll find me. Uh, I'm really into that competition; it's a lot of fun. Uh, so yeah, it was it was really kind of just by chance
0: um, that I found this
2: place, and you know, it's been good. So
0: it, it wouldn't be right to have you on and not give you a little trivia about the podcast oh god okay do you know yeah. do you know what episode kt echo made his debut <laughs> uh two something we're, oh, we're past 200 now you're close to 11 so yeah that, will, <laughs> that that will bring me to uh another question that uh, i had which if you've listened to the podcast you know in recent times in the past few months Mm-hmm. l has been providing you know stats about the podcast so you you are the guy behind those stats so like what came about listening to the back catalog of the show because if you've just found the, the podcast at level zero i don't uh-huh. think you would have stayed so
1: what you know, what drives someone to to uh delve and and just bring out those stats like so i think i think yeah, yeah like where yeah. did all that come from and then you know, what uh what what drives a person to do that
2: um I thought it would be funny. Well, this it really is really it's kind of the driving force. So, what made me go back to start the back catalog? Because I actually listened to the first thirty episodes and then started over again when I had the idea to start making these stats. Uh. Um, so I went back originally because you guys were asking about like, hey, you know, what's the question you guys want to ask? And I wanted to do my due diligence and say well was this question asked before i'm not really sure so i was like i might as well listen to the 200 well i guess at the time it was like 160 maybe
3: yeah
2: um maybe 170 and so i just started listening to them and then i had the idea from another podcast uh i was like oh this would be funny just track random stats i'm listening to them all anyways and got a couple monitors so why not um my reaction to the trivia is because I really wanted to hit the 200 episode mark, right? hmm Well, timing-wise, that was pretty tough because uh, I had a lot of podcasts to go still as 200 slowly approached. So there were days where I was listening to probably three to five episodes a day.
1: Oh, I'm so <laughs> sorry.
2: Um, <laughs> so if I didn't write it down, there's a, lot that, there's a lot of details that I probably just all got jammed together. Um, like I was listening to at work when I was doing work around the house, walking my dog, I was always listening to trying to hit that 200 mark. Um, which was a journey. (laughs) Um, (laughs) one of the stats I was tracking was the word fun. Right. (laughs) And I decided to track that one because there's a kind of a joke in the discord where you don't say the F word. Right. So I was like, well, how often do these guys actually say the F word? That'd be funny. Right. (laughs) um, the problem with that is after listening to 100, you know, 200 episodes of this, listening for the word fun, it's a pretty common word, right? When I would hear you, that you think, word, yeah. even around here, though. even <laughs> in other podcasts, I would have kind of like an emotional reaction, like a twitch <laughs> to like reach for the keyboard and, and mark the number.
1: Um, I'm so sorry.
2: <laughs> it was uh, it was a journey. Um, I would say I'm glad it's over, but I'm trying to keep the stats up. So maybe another milestone to... 50, whatever next milestone would be for you guys. Um, you yeah, know, maybe we can see some renewed numbers.
1: We owe you an even bigger thank you for coming on after uh, gorging yourself on the podcast. <laughs> Get the 200. I yeah, did crazy.
0: absolutely take a break.
1: Oh,
2: yeah. Yeah.
0: Good. <laughs> yeah. I, I can say from from this side, like we, we see the numbers, we know people listen, but like the, the interaction and then doing things like that, that you did like that, like it's definitely appreciated. Uh, oh, yeah. and so it, I, even though I am not on here regularly anymore, definitely. Thank you for, for doing that. Uh, while it was, you know, funny, maybe to some people, it was, uh, <laughs> you, you feel, you feel a little special though. So, thanks for that.
1: Yeah, that was great. <clears throat> we really enjoyed the stats. And I, I funny thing was, I was actually today, I was like, Man, I wish we had a wiki <laughs> where we kept track of all the questions because then it'd be so easy to know, you know, does this is this too close to something we asked previously?
2: Yeah, I I don't wanna give Noth a lot of credit for obvious reasons. Oh, no.
1: Yeah, of course, yeah.
2: But he mentioned <laughs> th- there's a joke a while ago about the lore master of age one oh one, right? Mm-hmm. And and mm-hmm. That, that kind of started those gears turning. And I think eventually I connected the dots, right? And I was like, oh, it'd be, you know, it'd be funny. So uh, don't tell
0: him <laughs> I said that. Uh, no, of course. Uh, I would never is. talk to him about that. <laughs>
1: <laughs> well, that's awesome. Thank you. Yeah. Thanks for being here. Speaking of questions, uh, I asked a question this week. That's, that's unusual. You, you probably noticed that. Definitely wasn't last um, minute. No, definitely not last minute. Definitely didn't come up with that this morning. Uh, and definitely has nothing to do with my plans tomorrow. Um, Our question is, now that summer's almost over, we'd like to know if you Chivo hunt or game while on vacation. If so, what do you do, and how does it differ from your regular gaming? Um, We asked our patrons, and they responded like crazy, even though we gave them short notice. Um, So rather than read them word for word, we kind of grouped them into general responses, and uh, we're going to go from there. So, Echo, why don't you start us off?
2: Sure. Um, So we had kbu 73 mention that his vacations are more like staycations, where he games a lot, or goes to his cousin in New Jersey, where he plays uh, games the whole time he's there. Uh, He he did mention Cloud, which we'll probably hear a lot of through the rest of these responses. Um, I did want to quickly ask you guys you're both parents right do you guys ever get to have staycations anymore or anything like that
0: uh yeah yeah we we definitely have them uh we do you know local things uh go to the the dairy barn across the the highway (laughs) there (laughs) stuff like that yeah those definitely happen but uh vacations maybe not so much those are those are work yeah i
1: found that um at the end of the year, I always have extra vacation days left over and I end up just wasting them. So what I've been trying to do this past year is every vacation we have, I give myself two recovery days after, Mm -hmm. and that's my vacation. (laughs) Like The vacation is (laughs) hard enough as it is with all the driving and all the, make sure, you know, you you take your child with you and bring them back alive. Uh, So so the following two days are kind of like my, uh, a relaxing day
2: okay here's a pro tip if you have a lot of pto at the end of the year what i've learned mm-hmm. to do is i'll take off the friday of every single week for the last month or two months depending on mm-hmm. how much pto i have so you know you're going to the christmas the holiday spirit and i have just three-day weekend after three-day weekend over and over and over again it's really nice uh, you might want to consider that
1: i did do that uh, in a previous life at another job yeah and it was very nice i just for whatever reason, don't do that at this job. I, mean, I do need to think about doing that again, though.
2: That's good. That's good. Yeah, I wanted to lead off with because view um, because that, that's kind of my answer. Um, I, I do enjoy the staycations. Uh, that's where my gaming marathons will come from. I try to do one probably just once a year around my birthday. Uh, if I go on an actual vacation, it's because I want to go somewhere with some people. I don't go on vacations by myself. So if I'm there, I'm probably not going to be playing games, right? Like, maybe we'll bring mm-hmm. the Switch but it usually doesn't get used. Uh, the Switch is terrible. Um, we got <laughs> two good games. We we can get into that. But man, I'm upset with that thing. Uh, but moving on, uh, Norman Lass is talking about her racer Kishi and more cloud gaming. Uh, Retro Chief uh, traveling, bring the Xbox One Sad Edition laptop tablet. He's he is decked out a whole nine yards. Um. I'm somewhere I'll be staying for a few days as retro treat. I'll unpack the Xbox to have more options. Uh he's got a Swiss Army knife of gaming peripherals. Okay, he is definitely prepared. Dino Man, I did not have any vacation days really because I already work too little. So I get plenty of time to do achievements all year round. Uh <laughs> I forgot I'm I forgot
1: to mention uh the category that you were doing was like these are the our hardcore gamers or our most hardcore people, most hardcore responses. These are the people that actually game.
2: Uh, during their vacation, which is surprising. Uh, Dino Man, Rich Tree, Lord Last and K. hats off. Yeah,
0: I, I am. Uh, I'm in the filthy casual camp, if you will, <laughs> uh, along with Dino Bull, Aizo, and Chewy. Um, whenever I go on vacation, typically our vacations uh, are the beach. So a lot of you know, R and R. And, uh, for me, just playing games is that's what I want to do, but I don't, I don't really get that. So I always plan to play some games. I have my gear, but I don't always utilize it. Um, this year in a, in a couple, uh, it's like 60 days away. Now we're going to Disney world. Uh, I, I'm not playing any games for Disney world. I, I just, there will be no time, but, um, Dino Bull, for example, when he's on vacation, he brings a Switch, which I do as well. Uh, that's but actually the last year I brought my Switch to the beach. And what do you know? That's when I found out the Ori and the Xbox Live integration isn't quite uh, yeah. up to stuff. So, yeah, not a lot got done with that. Uh, it does
1: go out of sync and you have to start over if you haven't played recently. Yeah. I don't know what recently
0: means. Yeah, it, I have not revisited. Uh, Ori yeah. on the Switch because I, I feel like if I can get it working I, I just need to play the whole dang thing in one you know yeah. one relatively short session uh, as far as days goes. Uh, speaking of Ori in the Switch uh, Ahizo mentions taking his Switch in case he ever decides to finally go through it. Well, word to the wise Ahizo do it all uh, close <laughs> together. Uh, and then Chewy he takes his controller or has on the last few vacations with the intention of getting some cloud gaming in. Uh, but he has kids, and like I said, vacations with kids are not really vacations. It's more of a trip. Yeah. Like you you have some work to do. So you, you get what you can in, but it, it is hard to do it at times. And and recently, like six, eight months ago, my Android phone broke, and I do have a Razor Kishi. And it it I'm using an iPhone right now, and it doesn't fit for that, doesn't work. Also, the iPhone it's weird with cloud games. Uh, you you have to go through the browser, which I haven't tried yet. Um, you don't go through an app, but I just I don't I don't actually like bringing a controller anywhere. The Razer Kishi's is nice; it's real small, but uh, I have not revisited cloud gaming since my, my phone died. So mm. I'm I'm extra casual in that regard.
2: Have either of you done a lot of touch controls on the
0: on XCloud? Every time I've tried it, it's terrible. On your phone, right? Yeah, I'm assuming. O- on my yeah. phone. Of course, that could have been on me. The first one I remember doing vividly was Hotshot Racing. Not, not yeah. a game you really want to play <laughs> on the cloud anyways.
1: Yeah, no. So, no. I think I, I the one I played the most on where it worked best might have been Sparklight uh, when that was in Game Pass and I was about to leave Game Pass. I actually played that on a, a, a work trip um, and because, you know, I was trying to take my console and the internet was spotty, the only thing that really worked was my phone. Um, and so I was able to play it that way.
0: Now, work trips, uh, those are the real vacations. <laughs> yeah. Oh, my gosh.
1: Yes. <laughs> <laughs> like, like you, you make that call to the family, you get there for bedtime, and then just everything, it's just your time. So Exactly. <laughs> that is a vacation. Mm-hmm. No, I agree. I was wondering how I was going to bring that up. <laughs> <laughs> um, I find myself kind of in the same filthy casual uh category and just like chewy i and and you know Corey here rocker you were saying that you have the intention of playing and it just doesn't always work out that way um so i i definitely don't get a whole lot done during the day like maybe if people are taking a nap or there's a pool trip and i'm not going down there i might get in a little bit um but i am definitely not achievement hunting I'm not grinding out 100-hour achievements. I'm, you know, I'm not going for kills or anything. Vacation time is for, uh, are you ready? I'm, I'm trying to watch Echo here. It's for fun. Uh, for when I'm playing <laughs> games for fun, that's uh, that's on vacation. And, and typically, that's at the very end of the day. Uh, we've gotten my daughter down to bed. My wife and I have watched some, you know, some Netflix or something. And she's gone off to bed and then I'm just sitting there unable to sleep because I'm used to staying up really late and I'll get in like half an hour uh, of a game. And then if I'm not feeling the game because the internet is not always the best uh, at the beach uh, or, you know, devices aren't working well, I'll just watch some TV or something. But I always have the intention of going uh, and and once again, it's like every time I go to the beach, I'm like, oh, okay, I'm going to do Ori this year. This is the year that I do Ori at the beach. (laughs) It never happens because... Yeah, it kills my eyes to look at that thing. Um, but the category I am going to read are the people who are responsibly adulting. These are people who uh, go on vacation and uh, they actually uh, are adults, and they uh, they put gaming to the side uh, for the most part. We have Umple Beast who says, "I'm on a vacation. I tend to be entirely on vacation. Don't take systems. Don't go out of my way to play games. Uh, never really been into achievement streaks." Uh, that's and that's the reason why uh, he never wanted to maintain the streak, uh, which would dictate his vacation time. Uh, X the hero, uh, we know he's retired. He says, "When I was streaking a few years ago, pre X Cloud, I brought my laptop to keep the streak alive, but I didn't play otherwise. Had X Cloud existed, he'd have done that. But no need to worry about it. The vacation means a break from games. Vulgar Latin. Uh, also, uh, vacation. Uh, yeah, Achievement Fest was his vacation this year." Generally doesn't game on vacation, and when he's there, he's with family or visiting a new place, and uh, he can wait to get home to play games. Legohead says he hasn't been on vacation for years, but he finally had vacation this year. No gaming whatsoever. It was time with the kids. Hatton also says, no gaming unless I find an arcade nearby, even then strictly for fun. His wife puts up with enough while we're at home. Our vacation <laughs> time is her time. No gaming, no football, no getting paralytic, which I looked up means extremely drunk and crawling through the door at uh, 3 a.m. Uh, windows are okay. GT Option Fan <laughs> says, Family time is definitely a priority. Uh, depending on the vacation, the wife may take a nap, and when the kids nap, maybe I'll get some gaming in or just have some brief gaming time with my son, but definitely not working on the grinds or achievements. And a Creature Backwards, Eruteric, says, I haven't been on holiday since xCloud became a thing, nor since I got a gaming laptop, so I've never had an easy way to hunt while away before. Um, he, he wrote a lot. So let me read here, (laughs) uh, with the X cloud and the gaming laptop available, it would be easier while away, but usually out most of the day while he's on vacation, he's vacationing. And by the time he gets back, he's tired. doesn't really feel like gaming. And he thinks it would be interesting to see what the contrast between, uh, vacations in the U S are with the non U S folks. He suspects that the U S folks would go abroad more, excuse me, the non U S folks would go abroad more, which I think is true making it harder to take consoles and stuff with them. Um, that's a good point. I meant to mention that when I go on vacation, uh, I had always taken like a 360 with me or a Switch and just never get to use them. Um, so I've stopped doing that. I'm, I'm taking my Surface, so that's my laptop. And if I can get some gaming done on that, great. I'm going to try to mix some cloud, xCloud. So X, you know, if the internet's great, okay, I'll play something not super heavy. Uh, otherwise, I'm going to have one or two things installed on the laptop that I can play if the internet's not great. Um, might get around to getting farther in Tunic this this time, so we'll see. But yeah, those are our responsible adults, and it's not me.
2: The last section we had here was the streaking section. Let's go streaking.
0: Uh, are you either of you two? Do either of you get into streaking at all? At one time, oh. I was trying for a streak, and... Uh, I got screwed over by Destiny, so I ended <laughs> that relationship.
1: I've never kept a streak going, but I, um, I have been kind of amazed when I hit them. So whatever I've hit is just a natural one where I'm not really paying attention to it, and I don't think I'm over 100.
2: Yeah, yeah. I, I've tried it once. Um, it's kind of fun, but I definitely feel like it makes me value game time more than responsibilities. Uh, it's really easy to do that,
0: and, uh, you know, got to nip that in the bud still gonna mm-hmm. live right the worst uh, part is when it's just like mm-hmm. eleven thirty at night you're like crap i haven't got an achievement i need to look of course it's easier nowadays i think but yeah it's that that's not a, a head, you know mind uh that i want to be in anymore
1: so in my, my gaming group on sunday uh, what the fuck, is always like oh i gotta get an achievement you know before we wrap up like we haven't gotten an achievement i need to go get one i'm just Every time
2: I'm just like, just let it die. Just let it <laughs> You'd die. You'll be so
0: much happier. <laughs> so happy. Do you just think
2: L wakes die. up in like night terrors thinking if he no. got an achievement or not? I, I think he has
0: backup plans. <laughs> is,
1: oh, really? <laughs> he's been doing it for so long that it's just, you know, it's just how he just, he breathes it. He eats it. He breathes it. He's already prepared. He knows how he can get these achievements. Uh, and he's, he's planned for it ahead of time. So it's
0: just fair like, enough. It has been years, right? Six mm-hmm, years, yeah. something longer. Uh, No shade, but I'm pretty sure somebody told me or said it uh, in the Discord that his streak is older than his kids, or at least one of them. Um, (laughs) So, I mean, yeah, it's been going for a long time. Yeah, yeah, he probably (laughs) did. Uh, He's definitely, like, top 10, I think, in the site, at least. Yeah, Mm -hmm. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Well, speaking of Big L, he did respond, mentioning a streak.
2: No surprise. Uh, Someone with a long achievement streak to preserve having some way to grab an achievement on vacation is imperative. As long as I go somewhere with Wi-Fi, it's easy enough to keep my streak preserved on my laptop using the ACA or long game. Uh, last year, I took my Xbox with me because we stayed in the Airbnb, family watched Vivo on Netflix, and I played Indie Calypse, Indie Apocalypse, yeah. maybe?
1: Uh, Indie Cal, yeah, Calypse, that's what they're kind of going for.
2: Uh, <laughs> when they went to bed, I'm still shaking from the thrilling gameplay and gripping story. So it sounds like he's having a great time. Uh, he's actually being extremely <laughs> sarcastic. That game
1: is horrible. <laughs> it's uh he's being extremely sarcastic there.
2: Yeah. <laughs> uh Fug also replied saying uh he only does this for a streak saver, uh, unless that's vacations in Terror Hout. That's where achievement fest was, if I'm correct.
0: I- indeed.
2: Yep, yep. Uh Waka-Pale also replied uh at Podcast have only brought my console never a PC for one vacation where I knew I'd have tons of downtime. I usually get a Shriek Preserver using Windows Phone in the past, which is now dead. Rest in peace. I've probably gotten around three months of achievements abroad using the Windows Phone. Hopefully, some of those games were fun.
4: Respect.
1: <laughs> well, thanks again for the questions, uh, or for the responses to the question, guys. We'll uh, hopefully ask another one next week with a little more head, uh, heads up, and give you more time to get those responses in um moving on we're in the game showcase i'm gonna head it off and i'm gonna tell you about what i've been playing because it's not that interesting um so i'm gonna let you guys do all the fun stuff i'm gonna tell you what i've been doing which is preparing for the end of august there's a lot of things going away a lot of um uh ubisoft uh online services are shutting down at the end of the month and then we also have jump force nando uh uh, gosh, Bandai Namco uh, have a habit of having great anime licensing, and then killing the online portion of their games. You know, whenever, like soon after they they launch the game, they don't they don't wait too long for most of these things. So what I had been doing, uh, Jump Force closes the online closes on the twenty fourth of this month. Um, so I found a cheap copy and I picked it up, and I uh, worked on the online portion. With a you know dude with the face, and we knocked that out in about two hours. I want to say just over two hours. Uh, the biggest grind is a hundred matches, and if you are doing that with a friend, you can um, do what's called a challenge. You kind of walk up to them, you press X, you press X again, uh, and then you pick three fighters, and then they get prompted uh, with a game invite, and then they pick some friends. Uh, or fighters, and then you fight. Now, the reason you want to do that is because that is the fastest way to be able to play 100 matches because as soon as your fight is over, uh, you can rematch. Um, Next most difficult thing is uh, getting 50 unique tags. And for that, you basically just need to swap out your fighters. And some of your fighters you'll you'll use 10 times uh, and then you'll let the the whole match expire and then you'll you'll challenge again. You need to win 10 challenges. So uh, if you initiate the challenge... And then they choose to rematch. That still counts as your challenge. So you can get 10 challenge fights that way. You let it end. Then they initiate the challenge. You get them their 10. And in about two, little, like I said, a little over two hours, you are completely done with the online portion. And the rest of it should be single player and should not go away uh, on the 24th. Uh, additionally, I uh, have been playing some Splinter Cell Blacklist.
2: Uh, real quick before we move on yeah. to the next one, a couple questions mm-hmm. about Jump Force. Did you buy the yeah. DLC, any of the DLC? I did-
1: No, no, thank you, thank you. I'm playing the vanilla, and it has enough characters in it, or maybe they gave them away, I don't know. Um, I don't know what would have been special and what would have been vanilla, but they have a ton of characters. And um, I was able to easily get the 50 titles using those free characters. Anytime you use a character for the first time, at the end of the match, you'll get a title for that character. If you use that character 10 times, you'll then get another title. So it's very easy to get... um, I think there's at least thirty free fighters.
2: Okay, so, so you went the route easily. of getting a couple titles using the ten matches per character. Yes. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So we,
1: I, we did about two or three batches of of ten matches. So that was like thirty there, and then the the other seventy were just individuals, just kind of like cycling through things. So, and once we had cycled through all the characters, we just stuck with one set of characters and mm-hmm. uh, just got it knocked out that way.
2: Yeah, I actually recently completed Jump Force. Um, oh, okay. I spent about. 60 hours on it in a week <laughs> just to get it okay. all done. I wasn't really expecting to grind on it that hard, but uh, I learned to take advantage of my picture in picture mode on my monitor. Uh-huh. And I watched mm-hmm. Netflix or I watched uh, The Office in the corner while I played matches over and over. And this is including the single player as well. Mm-hmm. So the whole game yeah. is done. Uh, so if you have any questions about that, reach out to me. Uh, found some good stuff. About 58.
1: It's so about 58 hours a single player to get all the money and uh, all the levels, I assume.
2: Yeah, yeah, it's it's uh I think I finish it sooner. Uh, there is definitely some skill involved in how quickly you can progress. Um, mm-hmm. so basically, what you're going to end up doing is you want to level up your character's level 100. Or, well, I guess 70. You want to level your own character up to 100 because there's definitely there's two ways to gain money. One way is an expert free mission. You can gain money because it's called go for the gold. That's the obvious mm-hmm. way to make money. There is a guide here, so you know if you're if you're paying attention, you'll know this. But if you get your own create a character to level 100, you'll unlock another set of challenges, and that'll progress 14 times, and you'll make, I think off the top of my head, maybe five times the amount of gold per match than you would for the original go for the gold mission. Um, So it's going to help you out a lot. Uh, So pay attention to the solutions there, or reach out to me. Um, Yeah, it was it was a fun completion. yeah, unfortunately, it's going to shut down. And there are yeah. definitely flaws with the game. I can kind of see why it failed. There's some comeback mechanics, which are never really fun in a competitive fighter, uh, mm-hmm. almost For immediately reason, yeah. <laughs> invalidated as a competitive game at that point. Uh, and, and the roster is just so big. Uh, there's a lot of different moves that, you know, every character has their own moves. And some moves are unblockable, some moves are undodgeable. And you just have to learn. You just have to learn the matchup. And, that's typical for a fighting game, but when you have, what, 80 characters? 30 plus, like, yeah. 80. It, it's <laughs> Jeez, crazy. Is it 80? I'm going to be thinking of Smash on that one, but there's definitely a lot of characters in Jump Force, and trying to learn those moves uh, just through experience is, is not really that fun. Um, but Yeah, I'm, I'm not uh, like
1: super thrilled or, or looking forward to the, the single-player grind, so I'm not going to try to get before the 24th just in case something you know, snuck through, mm-hmm. uh, I won't be crushed, <laughs> but yeah, I intend to to play some games, uh, uh for enjoyment, uh, this, <laughs> you know, on vacation. And also when I get back, uh, I don't want to just be grinding, uh, but we'll see, we'll see what game pass does to me. They might announce something on the 15th or 16th and mm-hmm. then, you know, i going to get right back on my bike and
2: ride. Yeah. That game is uh, best <laughs> treated as a, as a theme park. Uh, it's, it's very fun to see all these different anime licenses, there's some really niche stuff in there that you'll probably never see in another video game. So just kind of learning what the moveset does. Uh, it was fun, but
1: yeah, it's, it's a good looking game. Uh, the, the special oh, yeah. effects, the, you know, the special attacks are like super cool. Like I don't know anything. Most of these things, I know a couple uh, licenses, but um, the attacks were really impressive. So I think just from a graphical standpoint of an interest level, Pretty cool looking, um, but yeah, I, I guess, you know, they didn't, they didn't do enough or whatever. If didn't,
2: it, uh, yeah, if it was last. like a 10-hour completion, I'd recommend it to anybody that was interested in the property.
1: <laughs> That's like two minutes per character. Um, <laughs> so the, the other thing I played was Splinter Cell Blacklist, and the multiplayer grind for this before the end of the month is super easy, uh, assuming that you have someone who knows how to play a stealth game uh, to help you out. Um, the leveling and the multiplayer, for the most part, can be done solo in about, uh, and once again, like an hour and a half, two hours, something like that. Uh, and then you will need another partner or a second Xbox to, to dual box um, the team deathmatch. You just need to win that one time. Um, and then depending on what the weekly and daily challenges are, you need to get one of each. Uh, you, may, uh, you may find yourself uh, able to do that by yourself, Or, you know, double box or get a friend and just both knock them out at the same time. Didn't take too long. Um, And then you have to play four missions which are available from the start of the game. You don't have to progress through the single player. And when I went ahead and did this, uh, I I did this with um, Whispering Clown. Uh, And Whispering Clown and I went through, and neither of us had played the single player very much, and certainly not recently, and uh, we had a tough time. Playing um, a stealth game, it it took us about five starts at the first mission to finally get into like the right frame of mind of like, oh okay, we can't just go guns blazing. That's not how this game is designed. Uh, once we were able to do that, uh, it was it was a fun time. We had a good time laughing at our failures, and uh, that was fun. So, and one super quick note, I know I said it was gonna be short, and I'm not. <laughs> um, <laughs> Corey had talked about the ascent way back when, yeah, um, and how it was buggy, and then I thought that they had patched it, and it was all nice. Well, that's not the case. Oh, uh, I just started it. I started it last week with my group. We crashed, no joke, five times, maybe six times in um wow. in, in that session. It was like a two hour session. So it some things still never cra- change. It's still crazy buggy, but um, it is it is a fun thing. I, I just don't know if we're going to stick with it. it it's um, getting
2: an update soon, right? Yes, some DLC, it's getting update, Wh- which is like even s- more code. So sad because <laughs> my co op group also picked up the Ascent. And the ideas this game has is really good. But man, yeah. our experience was terrible. It was, yeah, I did not like that game.
1: The first, uh, the achievement for completing the first zone is like crashing out or something like that. And it was like, it was so apt, like it really fit our experience. And we're like, <laughs> what a horrible name for the end of the first area. Cause it really, yeah, it was, it was kind of horrible. So that's enough of me. Corey, uh, I'm sorry, KT Echo, why don't you tell us about uh, your game showcase?
2: Sure. Um, so I'm playing Yakuza 0. Uh, I don't know how many people out there have been playing this. It's a 150 to 200 hour completion. Uh, so it is not for the faint of heart or at least not for completionists, which I am. So I am in it for the long haul and I am not upset about it at all. Uh, I'm only a couple chapters in, I think maybe 15 hours, which is nothing to this game, right? Um, and this game is... But I like to play games that are potentially in my next top 10 games of all time. So I don't really like to pick up, like, ah, oh, this game looks okay, I, I guess I'll play for achievements or whatever. Um, and this game has is a serious contender for top 10. Obviously, it's still pretty early in the game, and I want to see how things shake out, but uh, everything I'm seeing so far is right up my alley. Uh, you play as a Yakuza, um... I I'll, I'll try to tread really lightly on the main story because there's a lot there to unpack. Uh but you essentially it's kind of like an open world, uh not really GTA style. You do walk around a town. Um there's a ton of side story, side content really. Um like mini games and all that, but everything has a lot of touch to it. Uh there's a lot of care put into everything that they give you uh as the player. So Right now I'm not super far in the main story because every time I run across somebody in the street and they have this, you know, like, hey, I'm 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 this side quest, right? Help me. I'm like, okay, whatever, fine. I gotta do it for achievements, right? Every single time I do that, uh, it, it's a it's a quick, like short little story. It, it kind of gives you like this insight into this person's life, what they're struggling with, you help them, and then it ends. But the way they do that, it's it's always done with like a tinge of humor, um, like well done humor. And it's honestly usually pretty touching as well. Um, the way they can tell even these quick stories on, on these side quests is really impressive, and that says nothing about the actual main story of the game. Where while the side quest can be kind of like a little jokey and the scope is pretty small, the main story is the opposite. Uh, it, it's pretty mature. Um, you essentially get banished from your family, is what as they call it in the Yakuza, right? And you kind of go on a quest to regain honor. Again, I'm being really vague here on purpose. Um, and there's there's some mature themes that uh, uh, I don't think would really pass well for people who just want to skip cutscenes. Um, for pass, pass well for people that just want to I don't know, watch the next Call of Duty story. It, it's just not really for that. So yeah, the main story, definitely, uh, I'm, I'm keeping it vague because it's It's worth watching itself. Uh, let me ask you two a question actually. When you're playing a game and there's a long cutscene, long enough so that your Xbox goes idle,
0: (laughs) is that good or bad to you? Um, if there's a cutscene longer than about thirty seconds, it's uh I'm already kind of tuning (laughs) out. Yeah,
1: if if, I think if Corey finds he can't skip the cutscenes in the game. He's almost already. Oh,
0: if I can't <laughs> skip them, I will put the controller down and, and look at my phone. hundred <laughs> percent. Yeah, definitely
2: not worth it. Then, um, I love that. Right when when a game has so much to to show me. Obviously, obviously, if it's bad, then mm-hmm. the game's bad, right? But if if it's doing it at least well enough to to be interesting, and it's that long, you know, I'm just trying to think of what the scope of this game will be in it's a hundredth hour, right? I'm really excited about it.
0: I, I will say We're, that I had a short stint with Yakuza: Like a Dragon, uh-huh. and I, I I still say that I'm not done with it. But I I've <laughs> I only got like 11 hours in, which 11 hours in is nothing in the scope of the game. Um, but uh, I, I I gave it everything. Like I did watch those cutscenes. I never saw the Xbox go idle. Uh, but at the same time, I was, <laughs> yeah, my ADD probably has me like trying to move buttons and stuff, so like, that wouldn't happen. Um, but it, at least with Like a Dragon, uh, and I assume the, the rest of them are similar. Like, it, it is everything that you said about Yakuza Zero, I, I experienced with Like a Dragon. Like, it is, uh, engaging. I, I don't know where the humor level is. Uh, it is way up in Like a Dragon, um, which mm. kind of draws me in, um, and of course, the the actual gameplay is probably the biggest difference. But yeah, uh, hitting those story beats, uh, yeah, they do a fantastic job um, with their cutscenes, which are pretty much like mini movies uh, each mm-hmm. chapter.
2: Yeah, it's interesting.
0: Th- oh, go ahead, Kush. cut. I
1: was, was going to say uh, you had you were. I think your question was about <clears throat> you know sitting through long cutscenes. One thing that bugs yeah. me is a game when you're trying to get into it for the first time. Uh, you're trying to get a feel for this game, is this something I'm going to be doing? A lot of times I'll, I like to start a game towards the end of the day, and I'll just like, jump in and sh- try to get a feel for it. And when that intro experience has like really long cut scenes and a really long time before I get to that very first save, it kills me. I, I hate that. Like, I want to be able to get in, get a good feel for it, save, and determine if I'm going to come back and keep playing that game. Um, and that's kind of related to your question. Okay. Yeah, no, <laughs> but- it's
2: interesting you bring that up um Mm -hmm. because this is definitely a game that i only play when i know i have a block of time to set aside and say this is the game i'm going to play for the next three hours Uh, i don't really think this is a game that i would particularly enjoy in like little bite-sized content uh Mm -hmm. so i i can kind of see if you try to start this at 11 p.m and you want to go to bed in the next hour it's it's probably not going to sit well and and honestly i still think i'm still kind of learning about the game like it's still kind of opening up to me even 15 hours in which is pretty typical for like your standard jrpg right tutorials at 60 hours what's
1: what's the gameplay loop like for yakuza i don't want to go on too too long but like is it hand-to-hand combat is it gunfights yeah gameplay is
2: another thing that's rocker brought that up and it's interesting because that's actually Mm -hmm. the weakest part of the game so far is the actual gameplay i i think it has potential um but right now it's a beat-em-up right uh, and right. I'm typically not really a big beat up fan. Um, it just feels like you mash buttons. There's usually not a lot of depth to the mechanics, so I don't really enjoy it. Like the shredders revenge game that came out that everybody liked, not mm-hmm. really my cup of tea. And I'm really upset. I have to get all those characters to level 10. <laughs> it's just not fun. Like the first hey, time you get it was a picture,
0: time. you're set. Yeah, yeah, I'll get through another season of The Office probably. <laughs> <laughs> now, Like a Dragon is more turn-based. Did yeah, you totally explore different. that, or are you trying to start from the beginning? Or
2: Yeah, so because this series has a lot going for it, at least in terms of what I'm interested in, I, I kind of asked around and I looked around of what would be a great starting, in, starting point for the series. And there's a couple places you can start. You can start on the first release, which I guess would technically be Yakuza Kiwami 1, if I have that right, which is essentially the first Yakuza yakuza zero is a prequel to that but came out after right and then like a dragon is also another great starting point because it's kind of separate from the first what would that be seven yakuza i believe (laughs) so there's a lot to the series um interestingly enough the gamer uh website thegamer.com actually just did a story like three days ago saying yakuza zero was they're really happy that they chose that as the starting point for the franchise Um, Because the next two games, Yakuza Kiwami 1 and 2, would not have hit as well if they didn't start with Zero, the prequel. Um, Again, if you want to start with Like a Dragon, I think that's very fair because it's kind of separated. We don't know what Yakuza 8 looks like because that is coming. Uh, We've seen screens of it recently. Um, But yeah, so I started with Zero just because I I kind of intend to play through the whole series, which we'll see what happens because I think they're all
0: like over 100 hours. (laughs) And I think the main line is more or less the same gameplay. You're in it for the story. Yeah,
2: yeah. It, it's, it's that beat em up the whole time until you get to like a dragon. So, so we'll see what happens. I've heard three, four, and five aren't as great. So I might just watch them <laughs> on YouTube. Uh, but we'll see. I'll, I'll keep you posted in, in years to come. <laughs> <laughs> nice.
1: Now I know I know I'm looking at the sheet. I see you also have Outriders, and I know we've gone along on Yakuza. But I want to know. Tell me a little bit about the expansion because you've played it, right?
2: Okay, I have played some of the expansion, and I had it on the sheet because I really love Outriders. Um, Mm -hmm. I I would I would currently give it probably the my favorite game I've played this year, uh, which is high praise, um, considering I've played quite a few games for BCM at this point. Uh, The expansion is. I'm going to say it's a little bit more of the same in terms of the gameplay loop. Uh, you know, you get better gear, you shoot some guys. There's definitely a lot more enemy variety. I feel like we're still seeing new enemies, which is really fun. Uh, there's boss fights. There's more boss fights, uh, which I think there's only a couple in the base game, which I have completed. I think there's like three. You start the yeah. you start the game with a boss fight, or at least close to it, and you're like, wow, this is really awesome, and it takes forever for you to get to the next like quote-unquote boss fight um the, it it expands on the story, which you know is probably the weakest part of outriders admittedly um i've I've tried to read all the codecs, which there's a ton or whatever they call them in in the game, and it just still doesn't connect uh honestly, it's more funny than anything, like they're trying to be serious and it just doesn't hit it just doesn't hit well um but the big change for the expansion if you do like that gameplay loop, especially when you get new loot right that's really big in outriders is there's now a third mod slot on your guns now one of the reasons why i like outriders so much is because your build really matters if you have if you have a couple skills that aren't really synergistic your build is trash you won't do any damage you'll die a lot and it's absolutely brutal um Mm -hmm. and i love that right and i think one of the most ingenious things about Outriders is like their world tier system, which they now call Apocalypse tiers, where you can kind of customize that difficulty. Right. Unfortunately, I don't think Outriders really shines when you're just kind of shooting the same enemies over and over again. When, when you don't really care about the the gear that much, when you're not you know fiending for that next big drop, there's not as much left to the game. Um, but when you're playing on the max that you can. And you're trying to communicate with your two buddies. You got to play it in, you know, three-player co-op. It's it's a ton of fun. So I don't know what the end game for the DLC looks like yet. Uh, it's it's going to be grinding essentially what seems like expeditions, right? Uh, newer expeditions. Um, so I can let you know when I get there. And if you want to get carried, I would be gladly <laughs> carry you because I love this game. It's one of the few games I've played since I started Achievement Hunting, seriously. Uh, and I'm all done with the achievements, right? I have like 20 or 30 extra hours in this game. It's it's so much fun.
1: <laughs> yeah, I like the fact that the class that I was playing was like so broken that like it was like way OP. Yeah. And like, <laughs> I could I could go and I could like solo these things that, you know, people in groups were having difficulty with. And it was just like, yes, I'm a glass cannon, but like the uh, heck of a cannon. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's a glass cannon.
2: Yeah, uh, I played the trickster which was kill things or you die, right? Because yeah. as you kill things, you get a shield, which is a very fun, you know, play aggressive, play aggressive, and then, you know, my, my buddy who wants to play the tank, I, I don't find a lot of fun in that. It's like, oh, I gotta to revive him again, right? <laughs> yep. <laughs> One thing I do want to mention is we actually intentionally waited to start the DLC to make sure, you know, there's just bugs and stuff like that, just to make sure all that's ironed out. Because as we know, Outriders did not launch in a very good state. Which is kind of like the biggest sad story of the game, right? I feel like it lost a lot of potential players because of that. So we waited, and I I did watch the subreddit for Outriders while we were waiting. So if you jumped into the DLC right away, there is a lot of complaining about how the drop rates were pretty low. Which is not really great for a game where you're kind of playing for the drops, right? The story's mm-hmm. not really yeah. there. You you want those drops to keep pushing up the world tiers or apocalypse tiers. Um, they did change that recently. I, I don't know if it was in the last week. I'd have to double check the date, but they did upgrade uh, what the drop rate rates were. So if you were kind of farming and you just kind of put the game down because you just were sick of farming, give it another shot. You might find some some better loot waiting for you.
1: Well, I mean, that's a hard thing to balance, Like, right? If you spend a lot of time grinding for that end-tier gear in the base game, and then you get the brand-new version, just like in World of Warcraft, you'd start that new zone, and a green would drop, and it'd be way better than the purple you spent, like, 100 hours grinding towards. That's a hard thing to balance, but... Fair enough. Okay, cool. Very cool. Yeah, would you say it is worth the, what is it, $40 for the expansion?
2: Um, It was... Okay, that's a great point, because the campaign, as far as we tell, is very short. Like, the story content, Mm -hmm. if you're into that, it's like two to four hours, maybe, depending on how slow you play. There Uh is not a lot there. Um, The way I looked at it is I played this game through Game Pass, and I loved it. I'm basically buying the game. I actually bought the bundle, or I got the game and the expansion pass, just because I wanted to support this developer. I like this game so much, I went back to their previous game, Bulletstorm. And had yes. a ton of fun with that. That's a great game, and if you haven't checked it out.
1: The stack because the the 360 original and mm-hmm. the uh, X1 remastered, So yep. Yeah, yep, full clip. Yep, uh, it's fun. So you if just, you can definitely see the DNA. So.
2: If you if you just casually like Outriders, forty bucks is a huge ask. Um, I don't think it's bringing anything crazy new to the experience that you didn't get in the base game. So if you're satisfied and you're not trying to get like completion or anything like that, I guess I'd pass it. But if you like that gameplay loop, it's there again.
1: Awesome. Well, thanks. Uh, that was Yakuza zero and outriders. Uh, Corey, what do you have?
0: So I have uh, a new game that just came out and unlike last week when Kenny was all up in arms about power washing, uh, I'm doing regular washing with an S and, uh, as in regular washing, I'm doing laundry. Uh, the, the, now, stay with me. The game is, uh, I'm trying. The game I'm trying. is called <laughs> Arcade Paradise. And okay. uh, I, I don't know the time or the era that it's set in. I, th- I think it's like, you know, early 90s or something like that. You have a, uh, one of those old school like metal watches and a, a PDA that is kind of that gray, greenish tone uh, that you're kind of managing stuff on. And mm-hmm. you are in this town where nobody really does anything with their life. And you kind of take over the family business of the laundromat. And you come in and it is your job to take the la- I don't know why. Like I've never used the laundromat. But I didn't <laughs> think people actually washed your clothes for you uh, there. I thought they did them. Hmm. Uh, anyways, you have to put the clothes in the washing machine. Wait for it to finish. You have to put the clothes in the dryer. Wait for them to finish oh, yeah. and then take them out.
1: Yeah, that's the right. You're thinking dry cleaning, where they'll take it and they'll
0: well, well, know, that, dry cleaning. But I'm I'm having to do that with these people's clothes, and okay. uh, oh, and so okay. but th- they game they gamify this. So with the washing, uh, as much as you do, uh, as quick as you do, you get ranks, and, they, and it's like a big fancy thing on the screen. It says rank S, thirty dollars. But if you're kind of slow on the draw and you, it's sitting anywhere for a long period of time, you get rank C, five dollars. And so you want to be a little speedy on it. Also, every time you come in every day, there are three pieces of gum stuck somewhere. You have to get those (laughs) off. And there's like a meter that goes up. There's trash everywhere. You fill up your trash bag, you take it outside and you throw it and they have like a little target. And if you get right in the middle, you get the most money. Trust me, the game is it's it's fun, even though it sounds not. The whole gist of the game is you are not really uh, jazzed about being in this laundromat that is your father's. And uh, he's talking to you on the phone, leaving you voice messages, uh, giving you lectures about how, you know, this is kind of like your destiny and you need to take responsibility. But what you quickly come to find is that there are a couple arcade cabinets in the back that your sister who or somebody in your family had put there at one point in time. And there's a lot of money in them. And you quickly find out these arcade machines make me a lot more money than the laundromat. And there's some very quick story beats where your dad doesn't think that that's like the future and to just do the laundry business as it was supposed to be done. Uh, But that's not your agenda and you're not going to follow that. And so you're juggling your time uh, doing the laundry because you're trying to make some money at first uh, in order to buy more arcade machines. You're having these chats with your sister throughout and she's kind of uh, encouraging you to kind of do your thing and, and your arcade part of your business, uh, it starts to take over. And you, you at least me, I am starting to uh, decline in where the laundry bits are. All of that to say, this is a management game at its heart. Uh, I am managing money and doing different tasks to get that money. I'm putting that back into the business by buying arcade machines. Uh, eventually, I'm running out of space and then I, I'm expanding the arcade part of my uh business so i can buy more machines and things like that you then are allowed to set the machine setting so i can set how easy or or hard it is i can set the price and you get all these numbers to say how much income you're going to be making per hour and things like that how many times people are going to play it the other part of this game is you're not just doing laundry and buying machines you can play all of these games and I don't have the biggest knowledge of old school games, but there are a lot of old school like parody type games in here. Uh, there is a game called Racer Chaser, and it's kind of like Pac Man mixed with GTA. Uh, there are cops instead of uh, what what are the bad guys in Pac Man called? Ghosts. They're ghosts. <laughs> <Or> They're cops <laughs> chasing you. If they get you, you actually can shoot a music note at them. And you have to find your car to get back in it and continue. But it's it ultimately it's pac-man you instead of picking up dodge you're picking up money uh there is a, a racing game uh you know those old school racing games that like it's almost like you're staying in one spot and you're kind of mm-hmm. tilting but the screen's moving there's one mm-hmm. of those there is a dance uh dance dance revolution type game there's darts uh there is um uh a, a zombie uh twin stick shooter game uh, i there's air hockey You name it, like there probably exists a game in here. uh, Gyms of War people, there's like a match three type game in here. You're going to love it. Uh, But there's probably a game in here for you to play. Now, why would you play these games? Well, one, you learn that if you play them, they boost the popularity of that game and more people are going to want to play it. There's also goals in each game. These goals, uh, each game, I think, has four, three or four And uh, some of them are actually difficult. Some of them you just need to play a lot uh, in order to achieve them. Uh, But other ones, you uh, actually have to get good a little bit in order to complete the goals. Why would you complete the goals, you ask? Well, the goals uh, equal achievements. Almost every machine, if not every machine, because I haven't unlocked them all, uh, equates to an achievement. You need to do all the goals anyways, but uh, a lot of them have their own individualized achievements for the game. Uh, past that, there's a few story-related ones here and there. There's cumulative ones for picking up so much trash, picking up so much gum. Uh, oh, one of the things that you guys might like, since you are kind of nerdy like me, when, uh, when an arcade machine breaks, you have to go fix it. How do you fix it? Like all arcade machines, you pull out the computer chip and you smash real bugs on the chip. <laughs> uh, there are, there's the, a the toilet you have to maintain, and it turns it into a game, and you have to move the plunger around and plunge it and it takes HP from the toilet or from the whatever stopping up the toilet. Uh, It just really gamifies everything and it's kind of fun. Um, But yeah, that's that's arcade paradise and I'm still playing it. I'm like, I don't know, 15 hours deep into it. I don't know how many more games like arcade machines I can buy, so I don't really know uh, if there's a set into the game. Uh, I think I'm about to unlock the last expansion as far as I can tell. Um, But you are able to manage, you know, where the games go and and which ones you buy and stuff like that uh, through the money that you earn through the laundry part and the arcade part. Uh, Eventually, you get a to do list that kind of gives you objectives uh, aside from all of that. And some of them might, might be to, you know, do this in this game, do these mini laundry tasks. One of them tells me to leave early for the day. Uh, And uh, by doing that, I actually get a secondary currency that I can use on uh, what is not eBay to uh, buy upgrades so I can run faster, see, you know, trash further, uh, have less bugs, things like that, you know, make your life a little easier. But that's yeah, that's Arcade Paradise. It's an arcade sim where you are running a laundromat turned vintage arcade.
1: I have so many thoughts uh <laughs> first of all as you were talking i was looking at the screenshots there's no laundry stuff in the screenshots they're all like close-ups of arcade games uh and then like yes this there's so much there's so much random about this and then i had to, i was looking at the achievements one of them says um have you looked at the achievements Kurt? i have, yep. have yeah yeah them?
0: no spoiling here you you, you can no okay you can tell me anything
1: Okay. So there's one that um where was it? Uh it's called 1CC. It's Clock Vostok 2085 Once. Now, if you've played Vostok Inc, which is a great game, uh it's the same developer. So this developer uh developed Vostok Inc and also Arcade Paradise. And Vostok Inc was a weird mashup of like management and twin stick shooter. Really? And mini games. Yeah. yeah. And so this just totally makes sense now. Uh, this what you've described is a perfect mix of things I don't like and things <laughs> I do like, and it's weirding me out that I, I'm, t- I'm ready to get over the stuff I don't like because everything else sounds really cool. There's one achievement called hexadecimal that has a hex code in it, and if you use a converter, uh, that's an interesting um, thing to follow. I'm not going to okay, spoil you, that for you. you. Can tell
0: me that afterwards. I will tell you
1: that afterwards. Sure, no problem. Um, So that was that was interesting. Yeah, you sold me.
0: <laughs> I, I'm actually looking <laughs> in my arcade at the moment, and there is a, a Vostok Vostok Inc. and it has mm-hmm. the guy with the you know putting his hands behind his back. He's not wearing anything. He's got money all over him.
1: <laughs> yep. Yeah,
0: that's that's Vostok. Yeah, yeah. that's uh, that's in the game. Um, yeah, it's really cool. It's got this eight. I guess it's 80s. It's kind of like very synth. Uh, the title mm-hmm. music is like very synth. There's a lot of neon, uh, and it, the carpet looks like you know. Well, the carpet looks like any modern table and alley to be honest, but. Um, okay,
1: I have to mention this or L would kill me. Uh, there's uh, an achievement called the Imanac Code, uh, which is uh, a jumble of Konami. Um, and it says, you knew? How did you know that? Oh, has anybody unlocked that out. yet? Um, looks like one person. One tracked gamer.
0: And that is DadRester. Okay. Uh, I just put it in. Mm-hmm. Nothing's happening.
1: Okay, well, I don't know where it is. It says you knew. How did you know that? I don't know if you threw it on a particular game. Oh or man, something I'm, g- I'm going to have
0: to experiment. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh boy. Uh Yeah, yeah. The achievements are are pretty good. Um, the cumulative stuff actually doesn't seem so bad. Uh, although I haven't unlocked a good bit of it. You know, 15 hours in, uh, I'm actually worried about some of the games because some of them are legitimately hard. There's a, a stacking game where you are moving boxes and they have to stay within the same color. And you usually have like a pallet that you can offload uh, at, at a time, you know, so you can kind of move stuff around. I was doing that for one of the objectives and uh, I, I did not get far enough to get as many points as I needed for that objective. And uh, I was only doing it for a few minutes and I thought I was doing good. And apparently I wasn't. So okay. it, I think th- Like, if you like a variety of games in your game, this is for you. But you're going to have to, like, get fairly good with each one. Some of them are kind of roguelike-ish. The racing one I kind of mentioned where the screen's moving towards you. You get some coinage and you can upgrade your ship. uh, And you do have to upgrade it all for an achievement. And that coinage sticks with you each time. Um, Like the Pac-Man one that I was talking about where you're kind of racing. You need to clear all three cities and all three boards. If you quit out of the game, you or you get you know busted, uh, you start back over, and so you have to do that all you know in one go, and it it can be a little tricky uh, and a little frustrating, to be honest.
1: I'm also getting like a Ready Player One vibe off of this. I don't know, you know, not having been in the game. Speaking of long
0: cutscenes, there's no surprise (laughs) I never made it through Ready Player One. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Well, the book was better i had a okay. question about this I, I feel like there's two
2: different types of management games i haven't played a ton so maybe there's more there's the management game that you play because there's a very clear goal and once you hit that goal it kind of improves the next time you go after that goal or, or something like that right there's something that you're specifically playing towards there's other management games where it's almost like the goal is is very secondary it's more about the sandbox the the customization making it yours right so examples would be roller Cursor tycoon or uh, more recently like house flipper
0: Right? yeah mm-hmm.
2: you can you can go straight for the goal if you want which is probably what a lot of achievement hunters will do uh, is there a lot of like customization in this game where you can make the
0: arcade really yours or there, is it there like, is not you you no, can okay. change the layout um but and, and you can change like this like i said the how much uh each play is the difficulty but other than that you're like you're done i think this does have a finite end to it um mm-hmm whether that's story related or, or what I don't think it has the same staying power as something like uh, you know, planet coaster or something, you know, Sim city mm-hmm. where you're constantly going to be growing this. Um, like I said, I think I have, I'm, I'm getting, I'm earning towards the last expansion for the arcade. And once I have that, I'll probably buy like another four or five machines I'm guessing, and I'll be done. And uh, it'll just be at that point, playing all these arcade games, completely losing track of the laundry side of the business. And, uh, that'll, that'll be the game. Okay. Very cool.
1: Yeah. I'm, I'm sold.
0: Yeah. I don't think it's going to be too much. I think it's like 20 bucks, uh, which I, you know, the amount of time it's going to take you, it's definitely going to be worth it. Um, I, I have a, uh, feeling that it, it's a good game pass contender, Hmm. Um, it is published by wired productions and wired productions also made the Falconeer, um, just the deliver us the moon. I think both of those grip, I think all of those were on game pass. Um, not sure. It looks like they're about 50, 50, uh, if I'm, if I'm right on those hmm. about their releases. So, uh, you know, it could come to game pass, but 20 bucks is not a terrible price for it.
1: Do you know it's 20? Cause Vostok's 15.
0: Um I, I don't know for sure that it's twenty. Okay. Looks like there's a lot of variety in, so it might, you know. I'm I'm sold. Yeah, I mean check check out a trailer um and, and see if it's, you know, worth your time or worth your interest at least. Uh you're definitely gonna be uh for a little bit there, throwing in laundry, throwing it in the dryer, waiting for it, coming back, things like that.
1: Picking up gum. Picking up gum. Yep.
0: You have, you'll get really familiar with the, the. There's like three pieces of gum every day. And I have, some days I cannot find the third piece and it drives me nuts. Because uh, that's like, you get like 20 bucks for picking up one piece of gum. That's good money.
1: That's awesome. Arcade Paradise. Very cool. I will be checking that out. It comes out um, in internet time uh, yesterday. So. <laughs> exactly. Very cool. Speaking of 20 bucks being awesome, uh, we're moving into sales. Uh, Corey, what do you have for us?
0: Yeah, quick and easy this week. I noticed a Sometimes You game, which I don't normally recommend, but it's a Metroidvania game and it's only $5, Escape from Tethys. It looks kind of like somebody's first video game, but I think at $5, it's definitely worth it. I enjoyed my time with it. Um, There's a speedrun achievement, but by the time you 100% the game and ready to do that, then... It's not that bad. I think there's probably videos or something. I did it. You can do it. You know, you're good. Escape from Tethys. Add it to your Metroidvania collection
1: today. Nice. Echo, what do you got for us?
2: Okay. Uh, I think I should probably start with a small disclaimer that I don't pay a lot of attention to sales normally. Uh, Mm -hmm. If I want to play a game, I'll just buy it. Um, So hopefully none of these are repeated recently, at least. Uh, the first one i have is rise eterna it's 90 percent off so two dollars down from 20 it's the lowest price it's ever been um this does come with a disclaimer though uh, i looked it up i've not played this game it's got a 57 on open critic which uh and my book is not very good <laughs> right so why am i still interested and why do i think you should take a look uh it's 12 to 15 hours to me that's short so turn-based strategy it's basically fire emblem with achievements uh i'm a i'm a big sucker for nintendo games that are not on the nintendo platform so i, I look at this a lot and i still haven't pulled the trigger so hopefully two dollars is enough to convince someone to try it out maybe if you're hunting one of those leaderboards uh and let me know if I
0: should pass on it so i can no longer live in guilt so <laughs> this this is a weird one it does have uh two odd you know quote unquote odd because they're even gamer score uh well actually one is uh gamer score achievements you get them pretty early but just to ask, are you a person who cares about that? No. Ooh. No. Well, I I, right, I, I mean a I'm a completionist, it's so
2: it's like Exactly. I, I'll just complete the game anyways. Complete uh, your game, don't not, have to it. Not a big deal. It. Um and at the end of the day, I actually think gamer score is the least it is probably the stat I care about the least. Um it, it just doesn't mean a lot to me when you have a lot of these games you can play quickly. So I'm more after like completion percent. CA ratio that kind of stuff. Yeah. You don't care about it, but you currently end in a 5. Uh yeah, that's a testament to me completing
0: games, I think. There you go. <laughs> oh, there yeah, there you go. If, so if you're looking for four gamer score, $2 will get that for you if you don't care about a completion. or, or one. I believe one of them is a is a single gamer one
2: score. Is kind of one is a one,
0: but the four yeah. is for starting your journey. I don't think that's uh, uh skippable. I see. I see. So probably pretty diveable for mm-hmm. those people. Where um, you next, and I are the,
1: one and two, we end on a one. You end on a one, I
0: end on a two. So uh, I don't even think I can tell you small. my gamer score to like the ten thousand at the moment. Did, I'm looking at the ones.
2: Either of you know what game is giving you that odd score
0: that you just nope, don't want to go back care. to? Uh, threes. Uh, I dived overcooked. Oh, uh, oh gosh, yeah. <laughs> I can't think. I of didn't finish. Mine was odd for years
2: because Final Fantasy 13 2... I believe, had, had the odd gamer score. And that is a tough game without a walkthrough because it's all about time travel, going back and forth and all that. And I tried those back when I thought walkthroughs were for people that didn't want to play the game. Okay. So I tried to figure it out. I couldn't figure it out. I gave up on the game. Um, eventually, I went back and completed it to recently-ish, maybe last year, to finally even that back up. But uh, yeah, so for a while there, it was, it was odd. Uh, the next suggestion I have is The Witcher 2. 85% off $3, uh, down from 20 which is also apparently the lowest it's ever been. Uh, I don't know if you guys have had this conception in your mind, but I always thought The Witcher 2 was regarded as kind of like average, maybe even mediocre, especially when you compare it to Witcher 3. Uh, I looked yeah. it up. I didn't actually see an open critic for it, but the Metacritic was like an 88, I believe it was, which is high praise, right? Um, and I remember playing a few hours of this, you know, back in the day. And the idea is, I wanted to, uh, since I've heard so much about The Witcher 3, I've wanted to be as invested as I could be when I go to play that game. So if you also want to try to uh, have that experience, The Witcher 2 is only three bucks. I think that's like 60 hours off the top of my head. Um, So not as long as The Witcher 3, at least. (laughs) Uh, The next one, uh, since I'm learning to, uh, I wouldn't say love DLC, but at at least play DLC, the AC 4 Black Flag Season Pass. It is 75% off, five dollars down from 20. Um, I hate the fact that I have to play this game. This game is terrible. But if you want your completion up, or you like this game because a lot of people do, uh, go ahead and pick that up. Uh, the final one I have is Valkyria Chronicles 4 DLC, 75% off, so 7.50 down from 25, the lowest it's ever been. Uh, this does not add achievements, um, just to let you know, but it does add swimsuits. So. Do that information as you will. Just as good.
0: <laughs> to some people, not me. Yes, some people.
1: Is this one of the ones? No, okay, yeah. Assassin's Creed 4 is not one of the ones that's suffering from the shutdown, so. No, no. That's good. And I actually like Assassin's Creed 4. Is maybe... A lot of people maybe do. My yep. Maybe my favorite. and Maybe my favorite of the Assassin's Creeds that I've played. I haven't played any of the new ones yet, so. Where they change more to an RPG, but... Mm-hmm. um. Speaking of games, um, I'm looking at below, uh, below left Game Pass. I did not chase it, so I didn't get it done in time. It's nine dollars down from twenty four. It is a survivor dungeon crawler, and it hasn't been on sale for a year. So, and and this is the same price that it was. Um, you know, I think it was August twenty fourth uh, of last year. Uh, so I'm tempted, but I could also easily pass on it. But just thought I'd mention that. Uh next up is Freakout Calamity TV show. This is two dollars and fifty cents down from ten. This is a shoot 'em up. It looks more like a twin stick shooter uh, with good level variety. So you're not just running around in a bare room and just shooting things as they come in. There's uh, pillars that you're running around. sometimes you're in a maze. Uh, it looks really interesting. Uh, and uh, it reminds me of Smash TV uh, greatly if you know what that game is. But it looks and appears to play like a much more modern game. So you're not just like stuck in playing like a, a pretty version of Smash TV. Uh, it looks like it uh, has modern sensibilities and, and looks good. So uh, check that out. Two fifty, Not bad. Uh, and next up, Violet Remastered. This is $2.49 down from 10 It's an adventure point and click. That's four to five hours. There is no walkthrough on T.A., However, if you check out uh, Steam, Steam does have a walkthrough. I just thought I would also mention that there's another handful, like five, six maybe, uh, point-and-clicks on sale this week that if you're into that genre, you're chasing that leaderboard, uh, a lot of the maybe lesser-known point-and-clicks, lesser-established franchises, uh, you might want to check those out. Um, I think they're all fairly decent sales for those. Now that we're done with what's a sale, let's talk about Games with Gold, assuming that you've already got that. Um, For the month, we have Calico, uh, which is available all month for the Xbox One, uh, and Scourgebringer, which is available in the back half of the month, August 16th to September 15th, so that'll be, I guess, a whole month there. On the 360, you get Saints Row 2 up until the 15th, and then you get Monaco, which is a repeat um, from August 16th to August 31st. Uh, speaking of Game Pass news, um, today, which is actually two days ago, uh, Two Point Campus is out on Cloud, Console, and PC. That is a management game that uh, people really seem to like. Uh, it's got good humor. August 11th, and, and also uh, accents. Uh, August 11th, there's Cooking Simulator, which I will probably watch a video of. Um, but it's out on Cloud, Console, and PC. However, it currently has three unobtainables in the DLC. We also have Expeditions Roam for the PC, which I will stay as far away from possible uh, until Noth tells us about some console commands. And Offworld Trading Company for the PC, same story there. August 23rd, we have Midnight Fight Express, which I am interested in checking out. It's like a cool brawler uh, beat-em-up done by one person, but I think you guys ended up getting a lot of help towards the end from Microsoft. Uh, I'll be looking into that more. August 30th, Immortality. I don't really know anything about that. Do you guys? Have you checked that Mm-mm, one out? I have not. Mm-mm. Okay. Well, i check that out again next week or two weeks from now, I guess. Uh, going away on the 15th, Boyfriend Dungeon for Cloud Console and PC. There's been a lot of chatter on the Discord about this game and the wackiness that uh, ensues when you date your weapons. Uh, there's Curse of the Dead Gods on Cloud Console and PC. Uh, that is a great game. Um, it's worth your money, I think, if you're into that type of game. it's It's really solid. Uh, there's Library of Ruina, which is, a believe, a card battler, uh, cloud console and PC. Then there's Starmancer, which is game preview uh, on the PC. There's no chivos, so we're not too concerned about that. And then there's Train Sim World 2 for cloud console and PC. Uh, and then, of course, a week or so from now, we'll be getting another batch
0: that's going away. Just we'll to, to deal um, with that. add to the curse of the gods, it is a Windows and a PC stack. Both are on sale this week for 10 bucks. Uh, if you, it's a really good roguelike. I think it can hold ground to Hades. I'm just starting to get into Hades, so I can't do it, you know, 100% to 100% comparison, but I actually think it is really good, um, for a roguelike, and I kind of might like it better at this point. Uh, but yeah, it's half off 10 bucks for each version. Um, and if you start it now, very low likelihood that you could complete it unless you're like a God at the game. So yeah. we'll check that out.
1: And this is the lowest price it's ever been $9. So, um, you could wait till it gets to five, I guess it'd be a huge deal at five, I think, but for sure it should go on sale again. If you don't pick it up this time around.
2: <laughs> and to add on to library of Runa, uh, was right. You know, it, it is a deck builder. Um, That game I was pretty interested in, but it had it discontinued for a while. That Hmm. is now seemingly fixed. There are a couple completions, uh, eight completions total for a solid 23,549 TA. So I don't think a lot of people are completing this just yet, but at least as far as TA goes, there is no longer an unobtainable. So if you're looking at that before, that does seem to be fixed.
1: Does it have an estimated completion time or not enough enough data? Not enough people. Let me go ahead and... It's a
2: lot. <laughs> Take up. I'm sure it's peak. a lot. Yeah,
1: these deck builders are they're not short games.
2: So we have three estimates uh, one estimate of two to three hours. Definitely. Uh, one not. estimate of 120 to 150, and another 150 to 200. So this is going to be a while.
1: That uh, it makes me, or that reminds me, I wanted to mention Monopoly deal. Uh, I don't know why, just because it's not typical <laughs> Monopoly. It's $1.49 down from five. So I'm. I'm picking that up right now. Um, <laughs> moving on from Game Pass and such, we're moving into Bragg Camp. Echo, why don't you take it away?
2: Sure. Uh, so we had SADAC uh, has reached a new milestone of 200 completed games. Hawkeye Berry 20 with 300 completed games. Humble Beast, another 300 completed games. Retro Chief 1969, ate 650 completed games. Casual Exile at 750 Bomber 37 at 800, and Mental Night 5 at 1,400 completed games. <laughs> In streaks, we
1: have Neon Prime currently with 50 days, Dunkos with 100, Zdrunken Monkeys with 400, EL Sock with 750, Surf Biscuit with 1,050, Unki Tim Fu with 2,100, Prue with 2,350, Planting with 3,300, Mad Eye with 3,450, in our streak birthdays, we have Elroy O M J currently celebrating a five-year achievement win streak.
0: All right, moving on to gamer score, we have R F C Ori. Sounds very close to uh, Corey. Uh, Two hundred thousand <laughs> gamer score. Toby Lynn has double that, four hundred thousand gamer score. Jeremy D J five hundred thousand gamer score. Dave Bodum's at 1.2 million gamer score. And Redemption denied 3.3 million gamer score for the number one gamer score person in leaderboards, as someone would say. Crazy Catman is in the top 200 of the TA Difference Leaderboard for Casino. Luke, 17,000, is in the top 500 for the TA Difference Leaderboard for Strategy. Northern Last is in the top 1,000 for True achievement leaderboard overall, and as well, she's also in the top 500 for the TA leaderboard for educational and trivia. And then rounding off this category, RPG Davy is the second person uh, in line on the True Achievement leaderboard for tennis. Awesome guys,
1: this was a show. Indeed, it we was done. Uh, if you want to check us out on the socials on Twitch, we are Twitch TV H101. On Twitter, we are Achievements101. On Discord, we are Discord.io slash H101. Please visit us there. That is where the most uh, up to date and that's kind of the most interactivity is on the Discord. Um, check us out there for sure. Patreon, if you want to throw us some money and you can, please uh, feel free to do that at Achievement Hunting101 on patreon site and on youtube we are achievement hunting 101 like i said this has been a show kt thank you for joining us Corey, thank you for showing up and filling in i will not be here next week so i get to be a listener as well class dismissed bye and out
4: hello age 101 and happy august this is neo 21 and i am here with the july year of the vayner update So for the Vayner of the Month for July was Monster Sanctuary, given that it had a new title update and some more uh, achievements. It was the most completed game for July with 8 completions, 6 of which were on Xbox and 2 of which were on Windows. The second most completed game was Carrion with 4 completions due to it leaving Game Pass. For August the Vayner of the Month is Axiom Verge. There were 23 total completions in July. And in first place, we have Jay Huns with four completions. Second was Freemhaven with three. And in third was a four-way tie with two completions each between l 72 PlayUltimate 711 11 SkepticalMario, and Robato. For personal stats, with the most TA earned in the month of July, in first place was PlayUltimate with 6,490. In second place was Freemhaven with 6,280. And in third place was Fist of with 5,339. Good to see Fist of Roboto making some progress. Uh, for most gamer score earned, first place was BenL72 with 2,590. In second place was Skeptical Mario with 2,090. And in third place was Play Ultimate with 2005. Quite a toss up, given that there were uh, very different people in first and second for TA versus Gamer Score. I think that's the first month we've had quite a discrepancy between those two. And for achievements earned, in first place was Play Ultimate with 65 achievements, second place was l 72 with 61, third place was Fisto Roboto with 54, and just one short of that was Freemhaven with 53. One last thing, as a word of potential caution, Unsighted on Game Pass, which is a Metroidvania and was a Vayner of the Month a few months ago, was added into Game Pass at the end of September of last year. So, if it is having a one-year run... You might want to get that taken care of before the end of next month. Just giving you a little heads up. All right. Well, that's it for the July wrap up, and I will talk to you next month for August. Welcome, everyone, back
3: to uh, doing some uh, interviews here at Achievement Fest uh, 2022 in uh, Terra Hot. Is it Holt Hot? Hot. I don't know. Whatever. Terra Hot. It's not very hot though. In Indiana. So I am joined by an amazing wonderful long time og member of the achievement fest community it is no other than someone that i hadn't talked to in a long time
5: it's been a minute yeah
3: (laughs) peter how in the world are you doing
5: i'm doing good we are definitely super super long overdue for talking Um, i know yeah. Was
3: the last one where we talked about your amazing 500th completion?
5: Yeah, and how much I love train games. <laughs>
3: that's, that's crazy. Yeah. So you drove, right? You didn't take a train down here today.
5: I did not. I did not. All uh, right. Oh wait, no. We recorded with Alex, and we did the game show. here oh. Because he decided to quit too early.
3: That's yes. I recall. Okay. Yeah, I can't remember the order of operations, but yeah. The, uh, I remember uh, KT Echo put out a list of who had been on there so many times. Did you see how many appearances you had?
5: I, I think I was at seven.
3: Okay, I think yeah.
5: Something I didn't like realize
3: that. I'd been on the podcast that much. There you go, man. Yeah, this is gonna. I, these interviews are gonna skew his stats. I think. I don't know. This um, be- <laughs> I
5: think most of my when I did the book club for Oxford
3: Free. Oh yeah, that's a that's a good game. I love the music on that game. Oh,
5: it it, it was tremendous. Like I'm glad that the book club forced me
3: to play because it ended up being a really awesome game yeah do you know if they pursued the? they were supposed to do like a, a movie series on it kind of like The Walking Dead I don't know if anything material I think it was like AMC was going to bought it or something and was going to do something with it I don't know I haven't looked it up in a while but yeah, yeah. Hey, I, there's a lot of lore in there that would be pretty cool, so. It, it would be
5: interesting to see it as a movie. I feel like it would it would work well.
3: Yeah, it's kind of an interesting one, yeah. I, and the game's also pretty cool. I like the mechanic of where you're telling people what's going to happen, but when you see it, you know, it, it tells you this gamer told you this advice, but it's kind of yeah. cryptic. That was really cool.
5: That
3: yeah, was next level. That it was. It's it like... In in retrospect, you're like, oh, it makes sense now, you know, because you you beat the game, and then you're the one leaving the advice, and yeah, I'd like to see more of that. That's kind of cool. That that was
5: clever. Yeah,
3: definitely. So, anyhow, so here we are at Achievement Fest. So, I I feel like you should be interviewing me here. I I, this is my first year, and uh, you're like, you know, kind of the one of the faces. Uh, Would you be on the Mount Rushmore of the uh, Achievement Fest? uh,
5: um, I wouldn't say the Mount Rushmore, I might be like on a plaque near the base, like oh, a okay. bench that looks at of Mount
3: Rushmore. <laughs> yeah, yeah you uh, sponsored by, yeah, yeah, yeah.
5: because I'm not in the, um, I think the all-time attending group dropped from, or purpose attendance group went from 8 to 7 this year. Mm-hmm. I, I'm not in that group. Because um, Achievement Fest started in 2012, mm-hmm. and then um, I've been every single year except for two. All right. So I, I missed two. And then obviously we missed two. I hope two you old. had a really
3: good excuse. I did not. You just, just not feeling it those years.
5: Um. So uh, I, I made some poor adult choices. <laughs>
3: <laughs> those yeah. catch up to you, yeah.
5: They, they, they do. Uh, yeah, that's the best way I could say it is yeah, we, we made some poor life choices, uh, allowing us not to be able to go and. Uh, sorry, I i oh. not mean to just play footsies with oh,
3: you.
5: Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> hopefully, hopefully the podcast listeners are not getting too Yeah, from that. Mean, yeah, <laughs> I mean,
3: like, uh, yeah, I, I heard about you. Uh, yeah, something about you were going to go around and uh, something about touching. And, uh, yeah, it, it seems like you've left quite a, an impression here.
5: I, I did get a four-man hug this morning.
3: Oh, Wow. <laughs> <laughs> I, I didn't get a four man hug. Yeah, that's a, that's special there.
5: Uh, yeah, a uh, few tiles hugged me. Is, uh, you've met him. He's like six, seven. He's, he's,
3: he's a very large man, yeah.
5: Yeah, yeah. So it started, uh, he hugged me, so then, therefore, I couldn't see anything else. Next I know, there's just like three or four more bodies in there. And yeah. Oh, wow. It just, yeah.
3: That's. <laughs> how, how would you rate the hug? Like, was it was it warm? Was it,
5: uh... I would, it, it warm? Would be one accurate term to describe yeah, it. Yeah. Um
3: <laughs> So, but uh, you're no stranger to the hug game yourself. You uh, were offering free hugs through the Discord, were you not? Yeah.
5: Well, yeah. So traditionally, like everybody, I greet. I, like, I'm a hugger. Just yeah, like I'm a hugger
3: too. Yeah. So I get everybody it. I
5: meet gets a hug, yeah, regardless. Right. And so I had to ask ahead of time because you know I want to be sensitive to the. <laughs> COVID culture and uh, thankfully, everybody here wanted hugs. Even right.
3: Wow, he, yeah,
5: he actually allowed me to hug him. So,
3: we, he came up in the last interview. Uh, tell us about his beard.
5: Oh, yeah, that is a uh, glorious beard. <laughs> <laughs>
3: it is. I, I, I'm, I've, I've said he has the best beard here, and uh, I if only he would take the time to, you know. Give us a picture in the discord or something maybe uh we could uh you know
5: you want a picture of just the beard
3: yeah just the beard
5: there is a picture of him in the discord with the beard yes with the beard oh someone did not crop out the
3: beard uh yeah that's glorious so yeah so yeah we kind of got away with it so (laughs) you so you 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 went to the first so what what brought you to the first achievement fest?
5: um so uh the now formerly 360 voice community okay. is where a lot of us game together one of those smaller niche communities mm-hmm. kind of like you know gamertag nation but like a thousand times better
3: oh wow hopefully a thousand G- just a thousand yeah. hopefully
5: GTN eric's not listening <laughs> <laughs> Um, but we had a really like fun group. Like we're always hosting like uh, creative competitions, like gamer score and different mm-hmm. events, and we just kind of really bonded, you know, boosting games together. Kind of similar to the new AH101, but uh, AH101 is like much larger scale. Mm-hmm. And, but anyways, uh, so Bozak, who owns the Ebash the e- uh, Video Game Center here in Terre Haute, Indiana, mm-hmm. uh, he's like, hey guys, uh, I'll offer my land center if you all want to come meet up and. Uh, you know, that way we can exchange our 360 discs
6: ooh, 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 ooh,
5: <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> and you know, and bring someone might bring a Japanese council.
3: Ooh. Dun, dun, dun.
5: I know, I know. The PAL council didn't make an appearance in the second
3: year. Oh, uh, okay.
5: Um, but anyways, yeah, great way to just kind of exchange our resources, meet the people we've been gaming with for, mm-hmm. you know, quite a few years and yeah, I remember driving uh, with Mr. P-Tart to the first one and going, "This is kind of weird. We're we're driving four and a half hours to meet up with strangers that we met on the internet." Yeah. And, but I thought it would be kind of a meet and creep, but it did not turn out that way at all. Like I had an absolute blast, mm. and I went. I think the first three or four years until poor life choices happened. <laughs> <laughs> and, yeah, like I just, I don't know, I love this event, I look forward to it every year, it's so fun meeting the people in person that you've been gaming with, and mm-hmm. it's just a nice time to get away from home, just chill, play with games, be around people that don't think you're weird for hunting imaginary internet points, yeah, that's,
3: yeah, for sure, and you're probably always gonna find someone that's a little more extreme than you, uh, like, uh, uh oh, uh, like the, ma- the magic guitar and everything like that would you we, we don't speak of the magic guitar uh, oh okay never mind that didn't happen <laughs> I, was, I was with the ghost in the here you know the...
5: um no there's just a, a chair that's really good at playing guitar oh, okay
3: yeah. <gasps> yeah 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 a and magic chair yeah
5: it is a magic chair <laughs> <laughs> all right he set some mysterious device on this chair and yeah. It just—it's really, really good at rock and guitar here.
3: Yeah, that's awesome, man. Those—I those, like those chairs. That's those <laughs> that's pretty special chair. Not as special as Bob's chair, but that—that
5: uh, that is. I'm assuming that made it into his interview. Yeah, show.
3: yeah, yeah. I don't know exactly where the chair came from, but it is definitely special. But he did explain the story behind the special chair. So, mm-hmm. yeah, him being special—he he, he is—and special. super—and super. Yeah,
5: he is super and special. But uh, fun fact: the chair came from the other. Uh, Because, as you know, uh, Ebash owns, like, four places in this mall, Uh, and two uh, stores down was a princess birthday store.
3: Okay, I was like, (laughs) it it was definitely out of place, so, yeah.
5: Uh, No, someone went in the princess store and brought that down for uh, Super Bob.
3: Wow, that that, that is special.
5: So, (laughs) we have yet to find a tiara for him.
3: Okay. We still got some time. Yeah, so... Um, so, in your Achievement Fest history, so what is it that you've been coming for a while? So surely you've pretty much played all the D-list stuff, all the different consoles and all that. So, what's your focus here this year?
5: Um, so, having be like, my history of being on 360 voice, the emphasis has always been gamer score, And I feel like that's just kind of where my, my default thing is. I want to lay down as many points as I can while I'm here. Because mm-hmm. it's like, this is my one time of year that I don't have the interruptions. I get to borrow other people's games and just really cranked out, lay on some gamer score, which yeah. which I've done very well at this year.
3: Yeah, I've I've, I've noticed. <laughs> uh, anybody that uh, has seen their their feed recently, um, you know, there's there's a few uh, entries on there.
5: Just a smidge. <laughs> <laughs> um, I mean, that's been my focus, but honestly, like. I'd say this one I've actually socialized more than, Mm -hmm. like, actually played games, which has been really nice. I would say,
3: I think it was about Friday evening before I actually saw you sitting down in a chair uh, actually playing anything.
5: Yeah, it did take a minute. I uh, sat at my own council and played House Flipper for a minute, but then, yeah, I kind of flitted all over as people were coming in and mm. talked to them and gave them hugs. Yeah, but
3: well, you were the greeting committee for me. I mean, you were right there. Yeah, yeah I
5: was standing at the door just waiting for you uh, to appear. That was amazing.
3: I really appreciate you doing that. We, I, we coordinated that for, <laughs> for weeks, you know? <laughs>
5: <laughs> yeah, the, the choreo dance that we routine didn't really play out too No, well, no, but...
3: it just got a little awkward and a little, you yeah, know, but uh, still effective. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so... Yeah, so uh, you said you uh, copious amounts of gamerscore. Uh, how much? Uh, how much have you been up to? Uh?
5: Um, I, when I woke up this morning, I put down nearly twenty-three k. I came back up <laughs> for
3: today. Ah, I just got to roll out of bed and <laughs> scored twenty thousand gamer score.
5: Yeah. Well, and as you know, I've had before lunch. <laughs> I, developed a, I developed a new sub goal while I was here. I, I realized that I was mm-hmm. uh, slipping on the uh, visual novels for Michigan. Oh man. And so, uh, before Achievement Fest, I was number 15, mm. and I'm currently floating at number four. <laughs>
3: <laughs> so, yeah, so tell if you're unfair advantage here. These, you, you, you've uh, got all the hard ones out, the hard ones with uh, air, massive air quotes <laughs> there. Yeah,
5: uh, uh, yeah I, I, do, I am very fortunate. Um, I do own a Japanese council, uh, but because of Achievement Fest... I've never purchased a single <laughs> Japanese game.
3: They're expensive.
5: They are. But yeah. and that's another thing that's awesome about this community is everybody's willing to share their resources mm-hmm. or willing to step in and help on an achievement. Like, I've gotten a lot of help not from magical chairs, but from actual human <laughs> beings. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, and some of my music games, and uh-huh. but I think that's the other thing I really enjoy is everybody's willing to help out. They share their plethora of games. Right. Though we're seeing less people come in with boxes and boxes and totes of 360 discs.
3: Right. But... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's a. But that's the. For some people, that's kind of the allure. Is like. Um, you know the the delisted stuff. That's all I've been playing. But and others, it's you know just hard to find 360 games. And I mean, Bob was looking for Avatar, so I, I was like, oh, I could have brought that. But uh, uh, it seems like everyone has something different. So for me, like I haven't been gaming for a tremendous amount of time, but I have a obscene amount of easy point games. So that's kind of what I brought with me, even though. Know? A couple people have been taking me up on them. So. Yeah,
5: some breakfast-themed uh, person with a game tag. <laughs> yeah. May or may not have been partaker of your console for yeah. a significant amount of time yeah. today. You've
3: been there longer than I have. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, But uh, yeah, you uh, you brought the uh, magical R2-D2 console. I yeah. did. Any stories on it? Is it how many uh, Achievement Fests has it been to?
5: It has been to, I think, all of them except for... The first one. Oh, fun story! Thomas mm. did the world record attempt on that one.
3: Oh yeah, or the tell- actual
5: world record that took.
3: Yeah, tell people about that. That's really cool. You should definitely you should definitely brag on his behalf. I'm yeah, sure you had a big part in it anyway.
5: Um, actually, yeah, I was his second player. Yeah, so, yeah. um, Guinness uh, allowed people to come in and like be a second player mm-hmm. uh, if the game allowed it. Mm-hmm. Um, but I guess backing up yeah. is. The Guinness World Record attempt is actually really difficult to get it to stick. Mm -hmm. So we, at Achievement Fest, we've attempted it three times. We did it the first year in 2012, then 2013, and then 2014, we missed that year, I believe. Mm -hmm. So Thomas did it the first year uh it didn't stick because we, and this is
3: the world record for what
5: this is a world record for the most gamer score earned in 24 hours on an xbox 360. okay you have to start with a fresh tag all and right. no preloading all right so for all the haters who are like oh yeah on 360 you can put down like 75k but mm-hmm. you have to start with a fresh tag no preloads nothing like you have to show like in the video recording that you're starting out
3: like create a new yeah. tag from scratch yes gotcha
5: yeah, so that is what he did. Um, yeah, he did the the first year actually scored 16K. Mm-hmm. Second year, for the record, he only did about 14, but that's the record that's stuck. Mm-hmm. And if you look on the uh, Guinness uh, website, you'll find that Mr. Feetart mm-hmm. has the record for, yeah, the most gamers go earned in... Uh, on Xbox 360. Mm-hmm. And then we also did a group record. So Thomas actually owns two Guinness World certificates. Oh, nice. So, I mean, I know you've always wanted to be in the presence of greatness. Oh, so. yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> so, yeah, I also have a certificate from doing the uh, group record as well.
3: And, and where are these uh, prominently displayed in the P Tard house?
5: They are in our gaming room, they okay. are framed and hanging up.
3: Fantastic! Yeah.
5: Yeah. Uh, it would take me a minute to find the picture, but yeah, it's they are framed and displayed probably in our little gaming nook that we have. Wow.
3: Okay. So, uh, is the is that the the resting place for the R two D two console? Like between them, since you know that the unsung hero of the uh, <laughs> the adventure.
5: Um, sadly, our r 2 2 council just kind of sits next to our uh, <laughs> two X-Bones, and then uh, the Japanese council takes up the fourth slot. So.
3: Oh, okay. Alright, so it's, 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 it's still a it's part in the mix.
5: Yeah, and sadly it doesn't get a lot of attention, so mm. I'm glad it got so much use this weekend. For sure. I mean, that's one advantage to newer comers into GamerScore, mm-hmm. is I've been doing this a long time, even though my gamer Score doesn't reflect like that. <laughs> But I've, I have quite a few, you know, delisted and old mm-hmm. 360 games, because back in the day I used to buy a ton, too, and just yeah. not play it, you know.
3: Oh, yeah, yeah. I mean, who does that? Who does that? <laughs> right, yeah. I have a crap ton of games you've never played, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I can't relate at all. That's. <laughs> yeah,
5: so, yeah, I got really bad about that, and so I think it was 2021 20, I did not buy a single game the entire year.
3: Nice. So that was the backlog year, huh?
5: Yeah, I actually did, but then I uh, relapsed re- my Game Pass. You, you
3: relapsed? <laughs> you had a relapse?
5: Well, not a relapse. I just played Game Pass games and stuff. Oh, I yeah. mean, it's not technically buying.
3: But. Right, right. Yeah. I mean, did this have anything to do with them releasing uh, Train Simulator 2 onto the Game Pass? So. <laughs> Absolutely.
5: Absolutely. <laughs> if they ever come out with Tracks 2, I oh, mean... Man. Oh. I'm mean, going to have to like take
3: time off of work and, like, oh man uh, that's, uh, that's going to be intense yeah. I
5: mean yeah you know
3: how much I love those I know you, you could even shoot for first completion or something I, right? so, uh, I mean, yeah yeah, yeah. The sky's the limit or the, the yeah. rail's the limit yeah yeah I, I n-
5: I've never had a top 10 finish on TA I've this oh, really? once with Jillian Michaels Fitness Adventure oh what number was it I was 11th
3: oh wow mm-hmm. that is close mm-hmm. I just had my first first
5: nice yeah
3: it was a uh, strong moon
5: Ooh. a
3: beat up yeah oh. it's like a mexican beat up
5: okay yeah it's
3: it's interesting the, the opening cutscene you if you find yourself you know in the presence of my console <laughs> in, theoretically in the next you know 24 hours you could uh, pull it up and just watch the opening cutscene you won't, you won't get any achievement just op- watch the okay. opening cutscene and and uh You'll understand. Yeah, and that requires
5: yeah. sound on your TV and your TV staying on for more than 30
2: seconds. That's,
3: yes, <laughs> yes. It's, it's fortunate that I have not spent any time at my console because apparently I got the crap console that you can't turn on. It has no power button, and then it just flickers at you. And uh, I think it's maybe related to the ghost in the fridge over here. I don't know.
5: Yeah, I don't think we described to the listeners that, like, we're sitting in an abandoned restaurant yeah, and kitchen. Yeah,
3: we, we commented on that. Yeah, that's uh, and this is not the norm, right? This uh,
5: is not the norm. This is our first time at the quote unquote new location. Right. Uh, Ebash has been in the same location for 16 years. Uh, I got the history from Zach the first night he was here. Okay. Uh, if you ever guys want to find him, his scammer tag is Bozak mm-hmm. with a K, because he spells his name with a K. Okay. Yes, he's one of those weirdos, but a <laughs> um, uh, tremendous guy. But yeah, he came in. Um, Oh, I'm sorry. He came in Wednesday night to greet us all, and mm-hmm. yeah, but yeah, they were in an old place for 16 years, and then uh, obviously they sold and moved, and now he owns four <laughs> spots, as they call locations here in the wonderful Terre Haute Center City Mall. No, yeah. And uh, yeah, we're in an abandoned bagger days. Yeah. And-
3: Next to the largest spirit Halloween store I've ever seen in my life. <laughs>
5: <laughs> Which is an
3: abandoned Macy's. <laughs> yes. It's got the, you know, the crappy Spirit Halloween uh, banner draped across it. Mm-hmm. And, yeah, it's like this ginormous building. But um,
5: I do have good news for you about your TV.
3: Thomas fixed it. Oh, yeah. Okay. There you go. Well, uh, yeah. on all those hours I'm going to spend <laughs> in it, uh, you know, not at all at the D-listed console. You or know. the PAL console. Or the PAL. Yeah, <laughs> I've spent a fair share there. Yeah. Yeah, that's, uh... <laughs> yeah. But the, uh, so... Uh, in your Achievement uh, Fest history, if you were to narrow it down to, what is your most coveted achievement that you've attained in your Achievement Ooh. Fest?
5: Um, the first one that comes to mind is the Final Countdown on like a Rock Band. Okay. Courtesy of the, Ma-
3: chair.
5: the Magical Chair. Yes.
3: <laughs>
5: <laughs> um, that
3: one pretty much captures the essence of Achievement Fest?
5: Yes, and that is where the asterisk was born.
3: Oh, nice, yes. Did
5: anybody tell you the history of the asterisk? No, no. I don't know if you noticed on the back of your shirt that said "The Return of Asterisk." I did not. Okay, so we may, you might have to bleep out some names here in your edit. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, back in the day. Uh, said Magical Chair Yeah. Uh, came to Achievement Fest and a bunch of us had, that was the last achievement we were missing in like a rock band
3: uh, okay.
5: and so Magical Chair was able to assist mm. and there was a uh, unnamed gamer on TA that got so angry oh, wow. that he she or they mm. uh, started putting asterisks and saying getting angry and saying those are all you know a bunch of cheaters oh, and nice. that those aren't real completions so he started asterisking everything that we completed at Achievement Fest. And oh wow! So yes, we lived, that is the official thing of uh, Achievement yeah. Fest is you know, a bunch of the filthy cheaters. Of yeah, magical chairs. And all
3: right, according to some unnamed individual that's not at all, you know, a sourpuss <laughs> or anything like that.
5: No, no, they, and they haven't been active on TA in a while, but they uh-huh. used to be fairly prominent on there. In yeah. Apparently they are a very purist gamer that doesn't believe wow. in anybody assisting them in their achievements. And, wow. Uh,
3: that sounds like a them problem, does it not? <laughs> I don't know who this person is, so I can
5: badmouth mouth. Them. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I'll be nice and keep yeah he, she, or they right. Uh, uh, anonymous.
3: Right. Yeah. So, uh, I can tell you what
5: country they're from. I'm oh, fine. yeah. yeah?
3: Oh, eh? Yeah. All right. <laughs> that
5: greatly limits out the population on TA. Yeah,
3: that's that's it. Mm. Well, but there's a couple. There's a couple Canadians here, so I assume that the, it's not any of them. So <laughs> no. So definitely. it's even reduced further. So no.
5: The uh, magical. The, sorry, excuse me. I almost said the the other word yeah 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 the magical chair is owned by a canadian
3: yes indeed with Mm -hmm. quite an impressive collection might i add
5: yeah so his bragging rights is he owns every single 360 physical and digital with the exception of one digital game
3: one that just happened to be requested by an individual on the front end
5: i i know he's been looking for it but yeah it drives him nuts that
3: which game is that
5: i honestly don't remember uh, the, it, it's something very obscure. And... Well,
3: being the number one person in terms of gamer score in the world in the genre of dodgeball, <laughs> I had a few requests, one being Double D dodgeball, mm-hmm. but another being Pirates versus Ninjas dodgeball. And uh, turns out that was the one game that uh, this gentleman does not have. Oh, it's and a it,
5: dodgeball game. It,
3: well, if we're talking about the same game yeah that's the uh, he does not have that one wow. and he the search is on there's a couple people in the community that have it and he's he, i think he's in hot pursuit so okay yeah so he wants to add it to his collection i he introduced something to me i mean again i kind of came in during the xbox one days and uh, apparently you can go into your 360 and like like sign over the license to a game to somebody else yes i would never heard of such a thing
5: yeah you can do like a license transfer i think it was like once or twice a year oh okay my, my knowledge is very rusty on this and it, i only know this because of thomas and i both having 360s and needing to share our games mm-hmm. you know we were game sharing you know back in the 360 days oh, yeah. Cause yeah, oh,
3: man. No wonder that person was so upset with you.
5: <laughs> I know. He and I borrowed other people's games.
3: <gasps> man, bless your soul.
5: I know. Yeah. I'm, a, I'm a filthy cheater. Yeah,
3: so crazy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you don't at all. Uh, so, you know, you uh, you have uh, those kids. Uh, are they almost to the age where they can? Uh, you can start your own homegrown uh, achievement factory, or uh...
5: um, so. Uh, the one-year-old's completely out on that. He yeah, just takes yeah. up the remote and uh, sticks in his mouth.
3: So he probably could still get the completion and race with Ryan.
5: Um. Well, he likes pressing <laughs> the Xbox button. That's he has learned that he presses oh, that's that, not, that, that that's, button. that's he a like, bad habit. Yeah. yeah, he likes that it glows, and mm. he knows when I take the batteries out. So yeah, mm. yeah. My uh, three-year-old can actually play a little bit of Paw Patrol. Okay. He's obsessed with Paw Patrol right now like most 3-year-olds are. Okay. Um but he struggles with any like the button he prompts, but he can like walk his dog around town. Right. He he loves the mini games, especially the sky one where he just, you know, floats back and forth with the airplane and he just he knows to press X to keep hitting replay and ah. he'll, he will sit there for a long time and just yeah. Mean whatever floats his boat, but I mean I do plan on introducing my boys to video games. It's a huge interest of both, you know, me and my husband. I, and
3: what if they just like shove them away? Would you would you feel like you failed them as a as a mother or if they it's... just shunned video games and just went straight sports or something?
5: Oh, oh it. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it, I feel like you know.
3: Or they pick up a violin and then you're like, oh, no.
5: um i feel like just like seeing some of the other people here like the kids of gamers seem to naturally fall into gaming as well but i mean i don't want to be like oh boys you know you're forced into this you know if you want to play sports ball that's fine i want you guys to try and figure out what you like to do and
3: that's so supportive of you
5: yeah i i don't i want them to be able to try and do different things in life and Mm -hmm. Uh, you may not know this about me, but I wanted to do cheerleading in middle school. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh. Yeah. I'm not What worried. happened? Uh... Uh, m- Mom said no, because that required extra you know, time and efforts, mm. and, you know, the school bus uh, wouldn't take me there and back. <laughs>
3: <laughs> well, you may not know this, but I was a cheerleader, and a, they called it a crew, crew leader uh, in high school. So okay. So I, I did it my senior year of high school and my freshman year of college now okay. what's interesting about this is well back in the reason I got into it is because I was a teenage boy and that's where the the hot girls were and so mm-hmm. you know that's uh, that was kind of what got me into it and I like you know I lifted weights and so I had some strength so I was like oh it's a natural thing mm-hmm. and so when we were done in my senior year They disbanded the crew, uh, and they didn't. That was the last year they had male crew members. They Mm -hmm. said, we don't want this anymore. Oh. And so uh, I thought that was odd. And then I got to college, and I was uh, the male cheerleader my freshman year. And then my sophomore year, they disbanded the male cheerleader program. Are you
5: noticing a
7: trend? I
3: did. (laughs) So... I I just find it hysterical in retrospect. I mean, we must have been really bad. I must have just really brought down the whole program. I'm not sure what that says about me, but uh, it's really bizarre that it happened twice.
5: So, yeah, I guess if you really want to, like... Step back into competitive cheer, like, someone can hire you to take down another team. Like, I
3: you join, right. And yeah. then the next season, the, you
5: know, yeah. the program gets disbanded, <laughs> yes, so. Indeed,
3: right. So, if you heard that whoosh behind P that was Fug walking through again, uh, who is yet to talk on the mic, yet his name has come up many times already. Yeah. yeah.
5: <laughs> uh, so he has been going to town on some Japanese visual novels this weekend.
3: Oh, wow. Are y'all having a visual novel off?
5: <laughs> well, I, I did bring my Japanese 360, and yeah. it's getting some love and attention here this weekend as well. So, yeah, yeah much like you, my own consoles, like my X-Bones are getting some love and attention, but yeah. my two 360s are. So. Right,
3: yeah, that's that's all I've been playing is the 360s, mm-hmm. so the pal playing some kick-ass two <laughs> Which is uh, an adventure. Have you played Kick-Ass 2?
5: I have not. um, So there's only one reason why I even like the movie, the Mm. original, is because I detest Nicolas Cage. Like, I cannot stand him. I think he's...
3: He's such an amazing actor. (laughs) Did you see the the, the bees?
5: The wicker? Yeah, that's exactly my point. I... Bees in the eyes! (laughs) Bees in the eyes. So like obviously National Treasure is a decent movie. Like the plot, like but his acting just I'm sorry, it brings it down a couple levels. Like he's just so monetized, like, alright everybody, let's go get some treasure. Mm -hmm. Oh yeah, I am real enthusiastic.
3: (laughs) (laughs) It's his delivery. (laughs) <laughs> He's a weird guy, you know that, right? Yeah, like, he has like some weird stories about like, him. Uh,
5: fun fact: I saw his island when I went to the Bahamas.
3: Oh, uh, I'm sure that's off. all in the up and up. <laughs> yeah, I saw his uh, his uh, loft in in uh, New Orleans. Uh, apparently, he bought a haunted loft where there's a wicked story about it. So there you go. There's a rabbit hole you can go look up. But
5: yeah, New Orleans is haunted. When I went there, well, he um... bought
3: it purposely. This awful haunted place. But did, you, did you get haunted worse than the the, I, the, the the ghost in the fridge over here? So,
5: I, I'm not big on, like, supernatural, but I did have something freaky happen to me when we went to New Orleans. Um, I had just taken a shower, and <laughs> I... <laughs>
3: yeah. Okay, this is... This is interesting already. Okay, so... Sorry. If you're just joining us, Pete Hart has just gotten out of the shower in New Orleans, where something is afoot... But what is it?
5: (laughs) So there was this picture of like, uh, it was like an old photograph, like, you know, taken from the 1800s of this lady sitting in a chair.
3: Oh, wow. Okay. So
5: I walk on. Was it a
3: magical chair by chance?
5: (laughs) 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 I'm sure it was. I'm sure they had pre-programmed guitars in New Orleans in the 1800s. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Anyways, I get out of the shower and no joke, the picture like jumped off the wall. Like it scared the rap on me. Did it break? Uh, a little bit. It got damaged on the corner, but all I did was step out and it, like, no joke, didn't just, like, fall. It kind of, like, off the wall. I know that visual was great for the podcast. Yeah, but, yeah, like, yeah. No, like, as soon as we stayed, we stayed at an Airbnb, and as soon as we stepped in there, I'm like, there is something, like, off about this place. Like, oh, yeah. it, it, it freaked me out. Like, I never really slept well. It was very eerie, but, yeah, the picture, like, did me in. I'm like, mm-hmm. I... Yeah, it, it freaked me out. I spent this little time in there the rest of our uh, trip. It, it it was really eerie.
3: That's yeah, so. So what what was what does one do? Because you get out of the shower and you're not exactly you know you're kind of in a vulnerable state at that point, and uh, a picture jumps at you. What was what was the the fall? What what happened? Now, I'm sure there's more to this. Did you? Did you throw Mr. P. Tart at it or what?
5: I uh, know everybody else was downstairs, so I was upstairs all by myself and this went down.
3: And so then you had to convince everyone you weren't crazy,
5: yes. Oh, yes. I made Thomas come upstairs. I'm like, Look, look, this picture like fell off the wall, like yeah. it was securely there. But then I got out of the shower and just poof, like.
3: <laughs> and what was his reaction?
5: Uh, he just said, It'll uh, be okay, yeah. He's like, This place isn't haunted, but.
3: Um, I'm also convinced Circus Circus in Las Vegas is haunted. So, yeah, that's uh, I'm I'm kind of with you because growing up, uh, we were in a house and there was a bad mojo in this one house Mm -hmm. we lived in, and uh, I developed a a fear of mirrors. Like, I I hate mirrors. Like at night, I won't. I, I still to this day, I won't look into a mirror if I'm like if I get up in the middle of the night to hit the bathroom or something I, I purposely i will not look at a mirror because when i was younger there was this creepy mirror at the end of the hallway and to uh, if you got up you had to walk by it and and i was so afraid that i would look in it and see something behind me and uh, I, to this day i don't like mirrors like especially at nights no. i
5: i have the same fear except windows at night okay i'm so afraid that something's just gonna like pop up and appear like I'm gonna turn and there's me like a face looking yeah, my, yeah.
3: Like, my wife hates that too she she does all the the blinds night exactly. and that. Yeah. It,
5: it has never happened to me but yet it's, oh man it's this crazy fear so, so, if so someone is
3: looking to pull a prank on you that would be the absolute worst thing they could possibly do to you
5: yeah I would probably pee my pants if that <laughs> Which
3: is pretty easy to do after having two kids, <laughs> right? Right. That, yeah. So it's you know, that's no, you know, it's not a huge challenge, but yeah, you know, right.
5: <laughs> so yeah,
7: achievements. Yeah, right. So I feel like we really covered it all, right? So yeah. Um,
5: so, so yeah, you don't mind biased a few questions with you being no, there go person. ahead. Yeah, I'm new. So uh, yeah, I guess. What did you think of this whole like? You arrived mm-hmm. uh, to a lo- awesome welcome crew.
3: Oh, amazing welcome yeah. crew. So, yeah. yeah. Well, uh, kind of, sort of. So. And I appreciate you asking me questions because Bob was not interested at all in anything I had to say. So, he didn't uh, ask
5: me you about your lifting routine? He didn't or... ask anything.
3: Uh, I don't think he even knew who I was, to be honest.
5: <laughs> so He didn't know you were a big deal?
3: <laughs> <laughs> I think he just thought I was just some you know, random guy with a microphone. I'm not really sure. So, yeah. Um, yeah, Bob, I do stuff on this podcast, Bob, uh, in case you didn't know. Yeah. He yeah. didn't know I was in GTAS or anything. What he had yeah. stopped by and told me, he
5: goes at the end Elmer- he explained
3: to me what g was i really appreciated that <laughs> and and not at all egged him on to uh, to tell me more uh
5: yeah before my interview he told me so he's like uh Elmer told me he did really well in g-task
3: <laughs> i've done I've, I've heard of it a few times yeah <laughs>
5: oh random thought about g-task i yeah. know like it recently in your podcast with um
3: uh, Indigo Toyota. Yeah, yeah. Uh, that. She's calling Toyota. Indigo. You just calling him, <laughs> <laughs> to- call him a turquoise uh, Toyota.
5: <laughs> <laughs> is
3: that is that a thing?
5: Uh, I know uh, uh Fufu called him that for Oh, day, okay. So,
3: I did not. Um, I, I haven't heard that. That's uh, funny. Yeah.
5: Uh, obviously, Inigo Montoya, because yeah, yeah has yeah. the Prince's Pride. All right.
3: Even though the dude looks straight up Fezzik, but whatever. <laughs> Have you met him? Have you seen him?
5: Uh, no, no. So what I was getting at is you had mentioned <laughs> on the podcast, like, the prize being hoodies for GTAS, mm-hmm. like, bragging rights. The you golden hoodie. Yeah. So you haven't met anybody, but there is someone here.
3: For the golden hoodie? Yes. Who's got the golden hoodie? triple triad oh yeah he does yeah fantastic i
5: forgot to message him ahead of time to bring it because the very first oh, achievement i,
3: I might have been sad i might have yeah. been sad if you have been walked in and he have been right there with it on you know and this glow off of it and
5: yeah it's much like a golden fleece diaper
3: I mean, it, it's like, yeah <laughs> for sure yes so uh yeah just a closing thought of you well not closing thought but to put something to bed inigo montoya he is like a ginormous individual like he's a big guy and and he has a booming voice mm-hmm. and he watches the princess bride and he chooses Inigo Montoya as the person to use He's a spinning image of Fezzik <laughs> I give him crap about that all the time. Anyway, so yeah, so anyway, I, I get to Achievement Fest So yes, yeah, so it was a very amazing welcome committee because I pulled up and there was no parking no nobody in the parking lot and then I walked up to the building and the door was locked, and then I peered through the windows and there was nobody in there and Then I thought, hmm, has this been a ginormous scam uh, where they just they it's like a like a joke they send to people that don't that aren't in the know halfway across the country to, you know but no, I went to the wrong place, but once I found the right place that then it was amazing i, I guess it was in the discord some. Um, yeah
5: so um According to the GPS, they haven't updated because they literally moved here like two or three weeks ago. Mm-hmm. And I'm saying moved in quote marks because I'm sure you can probably quickly describe the setup that we have here.
3: It's a very impressive setup. With uh, I've never reimagined a uh, restaurant as a gaming bar <laughs> type thing. It's crazy.
5: But they did a good job.
3: I oh, mean, yeah. So, it was a lot of work. Mm-hmm. It's, it's it's nice. I mean, it's, mm-hmm. it's fine. If it wasn't a restaurant, it, it might work. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah.
5: But, but, yeah, they um, they hadn't updated the address yet because, obviously, that wasn't, like, their top priority during the move because, right. you know, eBash is still technically not open. Like, this was all you know set up for Achievement Fest that's
3: so cool that they did that
5: yeah and this is not the official home it's actually two stores down so I'm curious to see what it's going to look like in its finality next right, year right yeah because this is going to be an actual uh, restaurant mm-hmm. and then the next place is going to be Axe Throwing and then E-bash nice so you can get a workout next year.
3: I know. We're definitely doing some, some extra running. Yeah,
5: you can maybe convince Zach to install a pull-up bar. And... I
3: know. I should have brought one. I probably could have put one over there on that uh, that office over there. Yeah, it might be wide enough. I'm not sure. But, yeah, I do miss it. Go I ahead. hope he's I hope he's all right back but, home.
5: But, yeah, sorry to derail your story. Yeah, uh, I know. Uh, going to the abandoned e bash. You're right. Indeed.
3: <laughs> Indeed. So, yeah, so I get to the right one, and then I, I walk in, and – and lo and behold, there's you know some individuals I actually know. I, 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 you didn't recognize me, uh, right off the bat. I don't think. No,
5: no, you're you're correcting your assessment. I was like mid conversation. Yeah. I, I took that quick glance, and then three seconds later, my brain's like,
3: Elroy. Yeah, <laughs> uh, there he is. Okay. <laughs> and I was like, I think that's Peter. Right? Mm-hmm. I can't remember. I'd actually seen. Pit- yeah, I'd seen pictures of you because yeah. we've been, you know, we we mm-hmm. we talk in in Discord and whatnot mm-hmm. and. But yeah, I was like, I'm, I was 95% sure it was you, but I was, you know, that 5%, you know, <laughs> leads me to not want to run up to a stranger, you know, somebody that might not be that person and mm-hmm. give them a big hug and, you know, and then, and then you'd be, walk up and be like, you know, yeah, I'd be like, oh, that was awkward. You're yeah. like, oh, yeah,
5: whoops, that was Death Dealers. You yeah, just <laughs> yeah
6: that, was, that was
5: not
3: P-Tart. <laughs> yeah, I thought P-Tart would not be shoving me away from her, all right, all right, So... <laughs> But yeah, you and uh, uh, Triad—he—he's the one that I have to blame. I'm going to interview him at some point. uh, But he's the one to blame. He's the one that invited me. I mean, some other people didn't invite me, but uh, (laughs) you know, uh, he invited me. And uh, maybe it was just to rub Mm. it in my face that he has a golden hoodie and I don't. I'm not really sure yet. Yeah. 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 But no, he's an awesome guy too. Oh yeah, he's like,
5: gent like, generally like one of the nicest people I've ever met.
3: Right. absolutely yeah i can see it yeah he's a he's a decent beard but i mean um, yeah i mean dino just dunks on everyone
5: yeah absolutely i just i i thought about growing a beard but yeah. i just
3: can't oh next year you should get totally get one and just <laughs> hang on <laughs> yeah dino you'd be like what's up dino <laughs> gotcha i got <gotcha>, you bro <laughs> yeah so but no it's been great like for me my focus has been uh just stuff that I can't do on my own consoles. Mm-hmm. So literally I have played 0 minutes on my home console. I I it, anything I brought. It's I, been horning
2: itself
3: out though. Yeah, it's good. Yeah. It's that we have a very open relationship and uh I think uh, it's definitely taking the time to explore those options uh, in my absence. So. Yeah,
5: they're they're yours. Uh, Rockers and bugs and triads consoles have gotten around.
3: Oh, good, awesome. That's yeah. that's good. I'm glad that. I, I was thinking, well, why would I even bring this at this point? But because I never think of myself as having like.
5: You have a massive collection. Oh, I do
3: have a massive collection. And I, I thought, that, but I was thinking like. You know achievement fest, I was just think rare, you know. And see, I was in my mindset, which is stuff that you can't do at home, and so you know, for me, it's like, well, I could play these games anywhere, and so I forget that other people aren't going to shell out thousands of dollars for a freaking Xbox One, you know, five dollars at a time or eight dollars yeah, at a time,
5: precisely. And that's where I, I reap the benefits of, <laughs> yeah, indeed. So, of
4: someone
5: who does that because, like. Previous to Achievement Fests, our, our last time I played any Rats or Zits or mm-hmm. anything quick was at the last Achievement Fest. Yeah. So, yeah, when you bring, like, hey, I brought my giant pile of trash to share. <laughs>
4: <You're> right.
3: <laughs> yeah, it is a giant pile. Yeah, <laughs> for sure. So, yeah, that's. I guess that's what I bring to the table is just mm-hmm. uh, crap games. So, yeah, yeah, like, uh,
5: well, yeah, and like we were discussing earlier, people have different goals here at Achievement mm-hmm. Fest. Some people literally just come to socialize. They're, they yeah. might... Honestly, earn a handful of achievements and oh, yeah. call it a win. Yeah. And like you said, you were working on D-listed and PAL stuff. And uh, mm-hmm. like I said, I personally like to lay down as much Game of score as I can and now overtake whoever's number one in Michigan on visual novels. Oh, so, yeah. I'm
3: sure you don't know that person's name at all.
5: Oh, unfortunately, I'd have to look it up. I was wrong on uh, Lord Kevin.
3: <laughs> oh no, Lord Kevin. She was coming for you. She <laughs> might, You might not even have been the right target. Mm-hmm. Yeah, oh, that's I terrible. found him. It is... Bone bone cook Oh bone cook yeah Bone e cook Okay with those K's again those crazy people with those K's mm-hmm. Bone cook all right
5: yeah never heard of him but apparently he is number one in Michigan with visual novels
3: for for, for by the time this airs he's not
5: <laughs> but I'm sure he's a regular podcast listener and oh yeah I'm sure I just you know lay the smack down he's gonna light fire under his butt and make it competitive and he'll
3: come to Achievement Fest next year so he can get a, you know his hands <laughs> on all those uh, Japanese uh, visual novels you know and, and be like dang it I gotta come to Achievement Fest now
5: yeah yeah, yeah except he would be literally playing maybe only two or three of them because the advantage I have over him is I've done all the long visual novels like the yeah. eight to tens, the ten to fifteens, yeah. even a couple twenty to twenty fives. That's
3: a lot of achievement fists. Yeah,
5: very little tad too. But <laughs> no, I played those at home, thankfully. I didn't
7: spend right. achievement fest working on those.
5: So Okay. Um yeah, sorry I guess with uh you being a new timer, so yeah, I guess first impressions. Did anybody like When you met them in person, were they much different than you're expecting? (laughs) It's so funny that you asked me. I asked
3: Bob the same question. And uh, Bob, he didn't want to throw anybody under the bus. (laughs) Except for Fug for looking old. (laughs) And, uh, yeah, so uh, that's what... Let's see. um, Well, for me, I've seen a lot of pictures and stuff, you know, in Mm -hmm. the discords and stuff. So I I knew what a lot of people look like. Um, Yeah, see. uh, um, Trying to think of any... Interesting, I mean, guess Dinobol, I can't, I mean, I feel like I've talked about Dinobol nonstop, but I didn't know, I hadn't seen a picture of Dinobol, I didn't know what he kind of looked like, you know. I know he was my Kentucky brother, but uh, yeah, that, uh, (laughs) he's awesome. I I described him uh, to individuals who the reference was lost on, but uh, I described him as kind of a Southern version of the dude uh, off of the Big Lebowski. And uh, unfortunately, it fell on deaf ears, did it not?
5: It did. It <laughs> yeah, did. <laughs>
3: yeah. But uh, I think yeah. I don't know. I think that was the one that really stuck out to me. So
5: yeah, he yeah he caught me by surprise too. At first, I was like, but then when I thought about him, like, I think knowing kind of just like his demeanor and like everything else, it fits. Mm-hmm. It works. Yeah, like, yeah.
3: It's, it's cool man. It's funny though. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I've spent some time when we played uh, X Men together last night, and, mm-hmm. and uh, that was fun. And, yeah, but uh, he took a bus here. Yeah. A greyhound, man. Yeah. That's, that sucks. Uh, I took it. Have you ever taken a greyhound? I have
5: never, never have oh, ridden on a bus. Well, school bus, but yeah. public oh, transportation, yeah. whatever you want to call it.
3: Right. No. oh it's The thing that you don't realize is they stop at, like, no. they, they don't want people using those bathrooms in the back. And so they stop, at, like, rest stop after rest stop. And then at one point i rode one all the way from uh, illinois all the way down to iowa because i crashed my car because i didn't know what the hell black ice is so that's a long story but anyway <laughs> so yeah you know, i rode it for like eight hours and, and it seemed like oh my gosh like you get up to full speed and it's like they start slowing down to get to the next <laughs> <laughs> oh we gotta stop again five minutes here and oh man it just drove me crazy but yeah it's uh uh, bless his whole... soul. <laughs> I, I,
5: I've ridden on a party bus from like right. Grand Rapids to Detroit. Mm-hmm. Uh, I went there with work, and it took our travel coordinator a really long time to find a bus without stripper poles in it.
3: Oh, nice. Well, I'm sorry. Th- sorry for your loss.
2: <laughs>
3: <laughs> uh, sure. Yeah, that's. Uh, but yeah, that's the only one I could think of off the top of my head, and uh, uh, everyone else. You know, kind of. I guess knew. Uh, I mean, I knew what you looked yeah. like, ish. I mean, mm-hmm. it, it's been a while since we had talked, but uh, um, yeah, that's about it, I guess. Mm-hmm. But there's a lot of people from the AH 101 uh, community here. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, it's uh it's kind of like to me, it's kind of like half the people that uh, it's like half AH 101, and then half a bunch of people I, I, I didn't know. Voice, yeah. yeah, okay. See, I don't know anything of that mm-hmm. because I I wasn't around back then, so it's yeah, kind of cool. Uh,
5: yeah, Buck and I were actually talking about that earlier because like. The way it's set up right now is like it's a literal wall like one side is
3: 360 voice and Mm -hmm. the
5: other side is ah101 oh
3: okay i kind of picked up on that yeah yeah i just didn't know what the other side is
5: (laughs) and so uh he's like you're the weird person who's in both groups Mm. yeah i guess
3: yeah yeah that's Mm -hmm. okay
5: because i mean i've been on this 360 voice crew for probably close to 15 years and but after that died i i lost my community Mm. and that's why I got so sucked into ah one hundred and one. Is I found my new three cz voice, my new home. Like yeah. I love hanging out with you guys, and yeah. it's been. I mean, obviously, I've been absent a lot more recently due to you know more children and yeah, yeah. Uh, work demands and right. you know life and mostly yeah, sure. children. But
3: you know, you know what we. I think I speak for everyone. You know what we really miss. We really missed you commenting on every one of our damn achievements with the word pretty. (laughs) When when can we expect that to return?
5: Well, if you all want to uh, supplement my income, and I can just, you know, stay (laughs) at home and write pretty all day. Uh, But that speaks to the change, like the evolution in the gaming community. Because back in the day, I wasn't writing as much because people weren't getting as many Mm. milestones it's quick of completions there's not a rat and a chili dog and a zit coming out each week (laughs) every day (laughs) yeah exactly so like for me to even keep up with it now, like, right, it would be yeah. like a part-time job. Cause it it would be, yeah. Be. And, and the problem, Set up a bot. <laughs> it, 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 it becomes viral at that point because other people see it on their friend feed. Right. And when I'm, like, when I'm super active doing it, I'm getting like five or six more friend requests a day. And it just keeps, really? it okay. keeps growing.
3: It, you've created this monster.
5: It, exactly. And... Um, but yeah, sadly, I don't even log in TA very much yeah. anymore. Uh-huh. Um, I miss all those free giveaways. I, I try to log in each day to enter them. That's
3: I didn't even know there was free giveaways each day.
5: That's right. You don't know how to use TA. <laughs>
3: <laughs> Are you serious? Like, they give away stuff every day? Yeah. I had no idea, seriously. Are you a pro member? Uh, yeah. Oh.
5: Yeah. You enter to win a game each day on TA. Where? It's, it, it, like it even announces and tells you. <laughs> really? <laughs> yes.
3: All right. <laughs> see, you come to Achievement Fest, you learn so many new things. Uh, yeah. This just great, so. Uh, oh yeah, my,
5: my, my feed is too full to show you. Uh, but yeah, it, it, that's probably why you didn't see it, is you get so many milestone notifications. Okay, and,
3: and it just says, register here for a free game or
5: something? Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. Off the show. Yeah, Uh, I assure you, this is a real thing.
3: Okay, and then if you're like messing with me, like you know, like super Bobbish or you know. Yeah.
5: Yeah, just like I'm going to tell you the, the uh, you know achievement fest is at that old abandoned one. Yeah,
3: yeah.
5: Or we're all going to this restaurant and go to another one. And then
3: <laughs> yeah, I think that, didn't that happen to someone that went to the wrong Mexican restaurant or something? Uh,
5: oh yeah, that happened this time. Yeah. So in this wonderful home of uh, Terre Haute, Indiana, with its rich culture, <laughs>
3: <laughs> there is actually more than one Mexican restaurant.
5: In there, so there is uh, the Hacienda. Uh-huh. In the Hacienda uh, Rial or real, uh-huh. or the real Hacienda depending uh-huh. on. Yeah. So uh, we had some folks accidentally go to the Hacienda, uh-huh. but the last, you know, since 2012, we every Thursday night we have gone to the real Hacienda. Uh-huh. Or specifically,
3: mar- uh, fishbowl margaritas. Oh yeah. Did so you, did, did you? you I, 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 uh, they didn't have any left because they said somebody uh, came in earlier and ordered one the size of their head. So uh, he's like, "No, we don't have any of those anymore. Sorry, Senor Man."
5: I think you were unfortunate to witness <laughs> my state after said fishbowl margarita. You've
3: bounced back nicely on day two. <laughs> yeah uh,
5: yeah yeah you should ask rocker about his first impression meeting me cause, yeah. uh, the first time i met him was after said huh?
3: oh yeah uh, i guess yeah that would have timed up pretty close yeah did you, did you like trip and fall on him or something
5: uh, or? no he said uh, he told he said i told him about five or six times that i had a margarita oh okay uh and then he said i blathered on about shit games <laughs>
3: Yeah. This,
5: this was a little hazy, so I'm gonna take his word for yeah. it, and that's what I did. Okay. And, and I gave him a hug. So. Yeah.
3: Okay. Yeah. Um, and then he, he, he smelled like alcohol for you know, the Wanderer. Okay, I guess.
5: <laughs> Eventually, I returned to the land of the living. And, um,
3: All right, so.
5: I was mildly intoxicating uh, playing Butterfly and Butterfly 2.
3: I mean, you're coming out of the natural high there. I mean, and that, you Wait, didn't you play those out of order? I did. Why?
5: I mean, I was so gravely disappointed. That, I mean,
3: you didn't understand anything in Butterfly 2
5: i mean no I, I yeah it just didn't make sense and, right but then man get, that story the backstory, the backstory. Oh, where's that tearjerker <laughs> <It's an> absolute <laughs> riveting yeah. masterpiece of writing and yeah. it just and they man, they yeah. keep supporting
3: the community by coming out with new dlc in the form of new achievements you know mm-hmm. it's just so people to get you back in you know mm-hmm. so yeah mm-hmm that's fantastic but. Uh,
5: so yeah I guess with yeah being a newcomer like what's been like your overall impression like is this like what you pictured in your mind I mean I know you weren't mm-hmm. picturing meeting in an abandoned bagger of cakes, but
3: yeah no it's uh, it's been pretty cool because uh, again I came up thinking you know I wanted to basically just play stuff I couldn't mm-hmm. so it's all here. Like, there's all kinds of stuff. Like, there's a couple of holes here and there, but uh, we pulled together, you know, uh, Pirates versus Ninja Dodgeball. And uh, I need to find a second copy of Double D Dodgeball, unfortunately, because half the achievements are multiplayer. Uh, but yeah, so it's like kind of silly to even start. It's like, it's one of those fake games. I was willing to play a fake game and, you know, like uh, for Dodgeball. and uh, But it's only like 40 gamer score out of the 200 I can get because it's like, five points five points five points and then all the big number ones is all multiplayer Xbox well, Live Fortunately, it's
5: equivalent to a gentleman's 700
7: Is it? Not?
3: it's not even it's not It's. It, it would be the equivalent of a gentleman's like 120 or something <laughs> it's bad so yeah it's a. Uh, but yeah 160 I guess it would be that'd be like two achievements but yeah so yeah but it's uh, it's been pretty cool because mm-hmm. I mean I don't know if you've noticed but I spent all my time uh, uh, on the uh you know, the PAL console and, the
5: D-listed console. And the
3: D-listed console. I, I, mm-hmm. I think that's my unofficial, I moved my possum over there. So. I, did yeah. Yeah, I did see that. Yeah. I did see that. Yeah. I, I just felt right. I mean, I felt mm. like that's where I've been spending all my time. That's where the possum, you know, my, yeah. my gaming possum mm. elite DX. So, <laughs>
5: um, so would you recommend Terre Haute, Indiana is a vacation destination? <laughs>
3: <laughs> well, I haven't got out and seen all the sites yet. Uh, but, uh, um, the mall is amazing I, I but no what's really cool about this mall is they have like a, a pinball place in wow, here too zach owns that okay so he's he is the 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 small like that yes. he's making this mall uh, epic yes yeah it's, yeah it's a lot of people come to here so I, i'm really sur- sh- like surprised there's like this one little exit for the city and uh there's like 10 hotels like bam 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 and I'm like why are these hotels right here I understand there's like a college campus up the road but yeah. it seems like they'd be closer to there but no, no it's kind of weird yeah it, it might be the smallest Marriott I've ever seen in my life um yeah, yeah.
5: you may also not know this about Sierra Hope but this is where uh like one of the biggest federal prisons is held for oh. like the worst criminals
3: oh that's awesome yeah <laughs>
5: <laughs> it's where Ted Bundy
3: went. Okay. Yeah. Well, here's beautiful this time of year. I see why. Yeah. <laughs> so. um,
5: yeah. And uh, what did you think of our uh, wonderful dinner we had last night?
3: Oh. Um. <laughs> well. I don't want to get too graphic here, but uh, let's just say that uh, I I was very I was much more. We went to the Weston Sizzler. For those of you that don't know, <laughs> or no, 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 not the Western Sizzler. That's the that's a, a different one. We went to the Golden Corral. I confuse those two. Classy dining. Yeah, like establishment. yeah, yeah. So all you can eat for uh, sixteen dollars, I guess, or twenty dollars. If uh, you want, if you want to pop. Oh, okay. Is that what it was? Yes. The lady at the, the register yeah. wouldn't explain to me what the difference in the prices were. Mm-hmm. And uh, she didn't seem like she wanted to talk to me about it. And uh, <laughs> so, she, yeah, she said, there's no difference. <laughs> well, give me the cheaper one then. Okay. Yeah. So uh, last time I went to one of these establishments was actually in Canton, Ohio when I was at there. And uh, so um, let's just say I was on the way up to to Niagara Falls after that, after going to the yeah. football hall of fame thing. And uh, it was to celebrate my 40th birthday, and we had to stop at pretty much every gas station along the way so that I could, uh, I developed a spigot and I, I had to to relieve the pressure valve. And as a result of my trip to the Golden corral so uh, it was much better this time around. And uh, and so yeah, it's, it has that. It's, yeah, terra, Terra Hot, yeah. must you know, home of the federal prison, but not home of food poisoning. So I appreciate that. <laughs> okay. That's pretty good. So, mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't know what the plan is for tonight, but
5: it's, it's a free for all.
3: Oh, okay. It's just gonna get crazy. I didn't even eat lunch yet, so yeah. I uh, probably should probably do that at some point. Anyway. Yeah, I hear some R two D two noises <laughs> in the background. Uh, that might be might be Provos who's coming his way over to the mic to say hello to everyone. Uh, it's uh, <laughs> another old timer uh, here. Uh, Hi. How's it going? Man? I'm doing well. Yeah, Are you part of the OG group? Uh? No, 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 no. The
6: old OG group has been doing this for way longer than I have. I was only here in 2019, uh-huh. that was my first trip.
3: Oh, okay. So, I'm a newbie, honestly. No, you've been here twice as long as I have, man.
6: <laughs> well, uh, before, too. I've been here infinitely more times than you have. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. You're catching up fast, is what I'm saying. Uh, oh, yeah, that's
3: true. That's true. So, how's your uh, trip been so far? What's been your highlight?
6: Uh, the highlight has been the completion of Attack of the Movies 3D.
3: I say, yeah. Um, why did you choose that as the, the, the go-to?
6: Because it is a game that requires local co-op. It doesn't have an online co-op, to like play co-op. And co-op... <laughs> in theory makes it a lot easier in practice that may not have actually been the case. It's a, a challenging game regardless of co-op abilities, uh, but also maybe if I get people who are really good at shooters, they can carry me since I'm not so good, <laughs> and the result was I don't even know that I was necessarily the weakest link on the team. It probably huh? was, but you know, we, we worked together and we got through the tough spots. There was some despair happening when we thought, oh this would be fairly easy, we have four people, who are competent, we'll get through it, we're a stuff. No, mm-hmm. it was rough. Mm -hmm. But we did, in fact, get the completion.
3: Oh, man. So you you put that ahead of uh, – you're probably making uh, Wallace and Gromit a little sad there. I mean, y'all had such a good time together. (laughs) And they are
6: very disappointed that the time they had was not crappy enough for me to get rid of a completion that I've had on my tag since – 2014. And oh I, wow! It obviously picked it up for that GTA CTT thing when it oh, was a different corner. Yeah.
0: Uh, oh. Like yeah. Bob
3: was telling there. me about that thing. I, I that sounds dreadful. Yeah. yeah,
6: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it, it has caused all of us to do things like games on our tags that we really shouldn't have. Yeah. Yeah. Well, so that one is gone. I don't have to worry about it anymore.
3: That's awesome. Well, congratulations on that. Did you wear the glasses?
6: I did. We, um, the completion requires you play through an entire level in 3D mode. And so when we did the 3D mode, I did put the glasses on, because uh, my copy of the game has four pairs of glasses still. Mm. Um, and it, it causes some 3D, but it's extremely uncomfortable to actually use, <laughs> uh, especially since we're trying to focus on shooting things. So they went on for, I don't know, a minute, maybe two, and then came right back off. <laughs> I and mean, if you're not in using 3D glasses, it causes the level to be blurry. It looks right. just
3: looks so if you're shooting things, do you shoot for the blue one, the red one,
6: or the... You or can't actually. it's overlapped so tightly that you can't, unless it's very, very normal. Okay. 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 Uh, yeah.
5: Sounded like a red-blue pill, blue pill situation. Yeah, this yeah. is one
3: where you want to take the blue pill. Okay. Nice. Well, cool. So anyway, so um, what would you have to tell people, uh, convince them? Uh, if you had to convince somebody right now, it's on the fence to come to Achievement Fest. For both of you, what would you tell them?
5: it seems to come for the people like it's even if you just don't even end up playing any Xbox you're gonna have a great time like mm-hmm. the people here are warm welcoming like very chill like I've had a fantastic time and you know if you do enjoy playing games you get the opportunity again like like someone like you who brings a uh, heap of trash. That I love playing heaps of trash. Yeah, so it's, that's That's, right that's in my a very eye. accurate.
3: That's a, a very apt <laughs> description of modern game library.
5: Uh, yeah, I would say yeah, access to a huge library that all the players bring and contribute and.
3: I like
6: heap of trash. That's. <laughs> you, you like heap of trash. There's no trash. game that insists that somebody doesn't have here in one form or another. Mm-hmm. Uh, I ended in a situation where I for family reasons that are very complicated, so I'm not going to go into them. Desperately needed somebody who had a copy of the Java edition of Minecraft, <laughs> <laughs> the only is this on PC No one cares in the Achievement Hunting World about Java versus Minecraft, because all the achievements you can get are you know, in Bedrock, you can go and do the Achievement Worlds, and it's fine. But for the fifth particular thing I had here, it had to be Java, because they don't actually talk to each other, and the thing that we needed to do was on a Java server. Found somebody. It took a little while, but we found somebody them who it and could help us out. So yeah, everyone here is willing to help out, to bend over backwards, honestly, to try and make sure that you have the time you would have, and then reciprocate, and it becomes mm-hmm. a community very, very quickly. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and you good. get a
5: cool T-shirt.
3: Oh yeah. Who designed the shirt?
5: Uh, few tiles.
3: Okay, you did a great job with
5: it. Um yeah, few tiles should actually probably get quite a bit of credit. He is the one. You know, he's the event coordinator. He's the one who. Plans out, he comes here a couple days early just to get everything set up for us. He Mm -hmm. does, he makes our little badges, he gets the t shirt done, you know, he does all the registration. Like, he's our, uh, you know, uh, liaison, whatever that word is liaison. Yes. (laughs) Uh, To eBash, and yeah, he does a lot of prep work to make this event happen. So, yeah. yeah, a lot of kudos to Futiles for all the work he puts in. That is in a mess. lot of
3: work to do to, just to have people come in here and play Power Wash. Yeah. yeah. He's, <laughs> he's
6: doing it and as, as clearly loves it, but he's putting in so much work for it, so that would also have a good time. And I think so that he can also, you know, really show out the next week. And so he's uh he puts in so much effort, and this wouldn't exist without it. He really does go above and beyond to make sure it's not just good for everyone, but here. The, the, when we go out to the meal places, the restaurants are prepared to know that a big group is coming, get a seat in the right place, and he yeah. takes care of everybody. Yeah, that's it.
3: he's done a really good job. It's been very well organized, I must say that. Yeah. So, yeah, let's, see. let's see how the, the, the final challenge is, is getting everybody in the picture.
5: Yeah. As a <laughs>
3: photographer for your book, I know what that what is that is telling. I am not going to say a word.
2: <laughs> yeah, so.
5: yeah. I'm for, I, I mean, I'm, I'm sure you're so sad that we're not doing individual portraits where we yeah. put in like you yeah. know a cool little thing about ourselves. Oh or... yeah,
3: oh yeah. I've seen your quote. <laughs> oh gosh, yeah. We'll get that
6: you've been here four years, though. So. Oh
3: yeah, okay. yeah. So, whew, we got off like this year. Yeah. So. Um, yeah. So, uh,
6: what
3: what's with the power washing?
6: I don't know. I love <laughs> Kenny. Kenny uh, likes simulator games. I like simulator games. Uh, I started Power Off Simulator for my well, we stream recently, and I said, all right, it's another simulator game, it'll be fine. Everyone seems to be enjoying it. Oh. This one just doesn't Oh, so you started right. this. I started it, yeah, but I didn't play it here. I was not playing it too much. Okay. Beforehand. But I'm with kidding. I, I just don't think that it uh, is as gripping as the other simulator games. I can play this, or I can play House Flipper. I'd much, much rather play House Ripper. Now, maybe that'll, my tune will change as I play more. I've only played you know two or three hours of an uh-huh. hour simulator, which has been multiplied by, I don't know, a factor of a thousand here. So <laughs> it's clearly gripping
3: other people. So maybe it'll get me more later on. Yeah, it's uh, I, I didn't think it was possible for the for the youngsters to play anything other than Minecraft. But oh my God, you walk by there, it's just.
5: It's more than the youngsters. It was literally. I know absolutely. it's spread all the way across. So yeah, I don't know what it is. It's a very chill. A lot of people describe the game as cathartic. Yeah. Uh-huh. And yeah, like literally half this place is playing Power wash simulators Some <laughs> even playing co-op. <it laughs> they, so they
3: have all these games at their fingertips. <laughs> <laughs> and, so to each to their own. Play. To each their own. So well, that's cool. Yeah. Well, anyhow, I, I guess uh, we should probably wrap this up. So, any closing thoughts for folks? Uh,
5: um, I would say come to Achievement Fest. Um, yeah, if you want to come prepared, you know, maybe bring some water, snacks, batteries, remotes.
6: Hard drives. Hard drives. Yeah. If you are plan
5: to use a 360, put your profile on a stick.
6: Yeah,
3: that's a that's a really good advice.
6: Definitely the profile takes forever. On a 360, especially for a large profile, as many of us do. Yeah. 360s are just not set up for people who aren't as many as we uh, do. <laughs> Downloading anything in a group setting like this, even though it's effectively a large LAN party and the internet connection is strong, you have 40 plus people all well, trying to download something at once. The internet gets stacked, so are. the less of that you have to download here, the better.
3: Mm. Uh, yeah. So we're we are now joined by world record holder Mr. Pizart. And uh, who is stealing all of my interviewers? What I did nothing. Uh, oh man! You so you
6: got a record,
3: man. Yeah. So we we talked briefly about this world record earlier. Uh, yeah. Uh, walk us through that. That's pretty cool.
7: Yeah. Um, I don't know. So it's uh the most gamer score in 24 hours on Xbox 360. Huh? It's uh according to Guinness rules, which means it has to be a clean tag. Yeah. The- no. Preloads on it, no other games. Um, yeah. So, what did did you come up with that yourself to, to go for that? Uh, I didn't actually. The first year that Achievement Fest happened, they whoever the organizers decided to okay. you know, go for some Guinness records, and so it was kind of their idea. But me, being a competitive person, decided uh-huh. like I'm gonna go for it. So yeah. I kind of took about six months beforehand, made a plan of all the quickest. You know, achievements to get, not necessarily full completions, but just whatever you can do to get a quick 100 points in this game, 100 points in that game, which back in 2012, 2013 was a lot more difficult than it is today. Right
3: nowadays, (laughs) Lord, imagine imagine, uh, if you 24 hours, I imagine for like the Xbox, you probably put at least 100. at least 100 something thousand. Oh, yeah, definitely no, yeah yeah so did you take advantage of the japanese consoles and all that i did not so
7: we couldn't do that because it had to be that was part of the guinness rules as well is that it had to be on one console you couldn't be swapping out oh. consoles all day you know because uh, okay. we had to have video of it and everything like that so they could actually see what was going on and uh-huh. so yeah we had to do it on one console so there was a lot of weird things too where unless we wanted to buy all of the Quickish games, you know, to put on that one console. We couldn't be swapping out for other people's that own different games, so it was a very, you know, like had to plan it out really carefully. What games you could play, what games you couldn't, and how much we really wanted to spend in order to do that. How much time did you spend uh, planning that out? Like I said, I spent about six months beforehand. I mean, That's like awesome. really, like planning out everything, playing the games so that I could figure out, you know, because some people would be like, "Oh, you can get 200 points really quick in this game," and yeah. I play it for seven hours and couldn't get the 200 points, you know, right. because you know, it's based on skill levels. So yeah. Like, you know, so that was where I definitely made a lot of effort to hone my skills in certain games to make sure, like, okay, I'm up to snuff to actually be able to do this in this game. That's sure really cool. So. Quickly.
3: Yeah, so uh, tell us about the shrine at home where the the certificates are. I heard that it was a (laughs) shrine. Well, yeah,
7: in our our little gaming corner with our Xboxes and TVs. Yeah, we do have our certificates mounted because we also did a group record that year. So Mm -hmm. there's uh, uh, two certificates for that because we both participated. And then my... Crowning achievement of the, <laughs> the single player most yeah in twenty four right. hours. That's cool. So yeah. so what's been your focus this year? Just hanging out for the most part. Yeah. Um, yeah, like I usually come in with a big plan of like a goal of how much gamer score I want to get, right. and this year I was like, I'm tired. I have two little kids at home. <laughs> and I just wanted to get away and yeah. hang out with people and play some video games.
3: So that's cool, yeah. man. That's a yeah, that's uh. There's been a lot of that. So you've just been kind of socializing, floating around. Yeah, yeah. I got to meet a lot of people from the AH1 community. Yeah,
7: or H101 community. <laughs>
3: yeah. Um, so are you uh, more of the what is that other group uh, the 360 Voice? Is yeah, that it? the 360 Voice group. Yeah. So
7: I've known them for a, okay, a decade, you know, for the most part. Um, but yeah, it's nice getting in to meet new people and getting to put faces to gamer tags, and right? Things like that. Uh, uh, you know, normally wouldn't be able to. So.
3: <laughs> that's, cool. that's cool. So. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, any plans for the the remainder? You got any games in mind that you're going to hit? I think we're still supposed to do. Doom please don't two. say. I was going to say. Please don't say. Power wash. No. So. I'm
7: no. I'll, I'll play that when I get home. <laughs> but uh, no, we're supposed to do Doom Two four player nightmare mode. Okay. So, and yeah, one group's yeah. already done that. We right? did Doom One yesterday. Oh, okay. So, Yeah, we're doing Doom Two today if we have the energy and strength to get through it. Well, who's <laughs> so, the crew for that? um who all was on that Harmon. it's yeah harman myself death and, glory. death and glory who's supposedly the ringer at doom oh, which, okay don't tell him i said this but he didn't <laughs> seem to know how to get past the last like three or four levels like he'd never seen them before so i don't know how good it really is, <laughs> that's what um, you want that's what he wants you to think yeah, that's yeah. what a true
3: ringer will make you think
7: oh yeah freaky, oh, freaky. It yeah yeah, yeah, so. yeah all
3: time. right so Yeah, so um, the supernatural. Um, Have you ever had any supernatural experiences where things fall
7: off walls or anything? This sounds like a lovely question, but yeah, kind of. (laughs) (laughs) I mean... We went to New Orleans, where everything is haunted, and definitely had some things falling off walls yeah, there. Yeah, I, I heard stories of this. Yeah, I heard yeah.
3: you like came in, like you heard the crash, and you came in to defend, and like you had like a a pull, like you I just, grabbed yeah. whatever was nearby. Yeah, like, and you, right, awesome. you were ready you to know, so whoop some ass, and, you, and you, you like you know cleared the room and scooped her, your wife over and threw over your shoulder and took her. Yeah, that, for sure. Like,
5: tall fell off. The <laughs>
7: yeah.
3: yeah, no, that's. No, yeah. we, we've been talking, yeah. Uh, I just, I always like to get the other side of the point of view on okay. yeah. yeah,
7: it was more, I, she swore it was haunted, but I was like, it's just a rickety old place. So, you know, <laughs> like the place we were staying was definitely built in like the early 1900s, maybe older than that, so it uh-huh. was uh, cool. It was a very old house.
3: Oh my goodness! Uh, I'm being shown uh, the wall of certificates. Um, oh wow! Um, I I can verify that it is officially amazing, is what it says at the bottom. Um, it has a nice little seal on it, and most Xbox 360 gamer points achieved in 24 hours, and um, that's nice. Those are very well. I like the staggering. There's three of them. So you got one a little higher than the other two on these. That's the individual record because that's all that
7: really matters. (laughs) Group records, pretty. So it brings the
3: focus to the center. Yeah,
7: Yeah, he's
5: much more the interior design than I am. Oh, nice,
7: (laughs) very nice. All right. So, by the way, if we can get enough people to start coming to Achievement Fest, they've talked about having a Guinness rep actually be here on site, which means any records that we achieve will be guaranteed to be oh, certified that's pretty you know? nice. yeah because that's been the problem we've had in the past where people have tried to break this record over and over and guinness is like nope you're missing paperwork or you had the wrong people right i can see where guinness yeah whatever, so. the,
3: i can see where the logistics would be yeah right. well that's cool so yeah. how many
7: people do they say we need I'm not sure if they have a specific number, but I'm guessing somewhere like 70-ish or more. Oh, okay. so, it wasn't one of those right. where they
3: were just blowing us off and saying, oh, yeah, you just need a few more people. No, uh, no, I we think get, we need significantly more people. <laughs> we that. get like 50-something. Yeah. Oh, yeah, you just need a few more, yeah. Right. So. So,
7: yeah, <laughs> But it would be cool because then we could come up with a bunch of different ideas for different records and, you know... Yeah. just have a bunch of people going for them and knocking them out during the weekend
3: that so would be cool and then cool. maybe have like a presentation ceremony at the end like on Sunday you know? yeah yeah I don't know <laughs> I yeah that add that, would, that into the mix that would uh, be cool. yeah so. dress up black tie fair <laughs> black tie fairy. yeah yeah
7: so bring your tuxes yeah
3: <laughs> well, cool man so anything uh, I, I've asked everyone is there anything you would say to anybody that um, is on the fence uh, about coming to Achievement Fest what would you say to push them over the edge I
7: guess don't be afraid I mean that's kind of probably what would have held me back if it weren't for P-Tart like dragging me along the first time because you know it's I'm not necessarily the most social person but uh, it's yeah. like I don't know once you get here yeah. everyone's totally cool and you know we'll yeah. welcome you in with open arms
3: <laughs> right there's definitely not an air of stranger danger or right. or uh, you know I, I, I hear that you know axe murderers are very much not prevalent in the gaming community. Yeah, just very in the, good.
5: Just in this abandoned kitchen. That
6: we're <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah you, you hear the
3: victim wooing in the uh, <laughs> <laughs> the last victim in the in the refrigerator, so. yeah. but, uh But yeah, thank both of you for uh, taking some time out of your busy gaming schedule. Y'all have been uh, probably put up about a hundred thousand worth of. Gamer score between the two. Probably of
7: between the two of us, pretty close. So.
3: Yeah, you, yeah. Are, you are hitting it hard. So
5: yeah,
3: I got to return back to your trash heap. <laughs> my trash heap. Yeah, <laughs> I love that. Yeah. I just picture. Maybe I should put the possum back there. I mean, it is truly a trash heap. So. Yeah, yeah. my my gaming possum. So, mm-hmm. but anyhow, thanks for joining me, and uh, we'll just uh, catch you next time.
5: Yeah, thank you. This is fun.
3: Yeah. All right. Thanks, everybody.
8: Hello, I'm Walker and I was looking for a quick stealth game with a 2 ratio for the current Better Completions Matter contest. I decided to go for the frequently discounted Spy Chameleon. It wasn't exactly quick with a time estimate of 8-10 hours on TA, but I did have a good time with it. In Spy Chameleon you play as a chameleon sneaking through various locations with a throwaway objective. The game does not really have a story, just 75 levels for you to sneak through or more accurately dash through before you are detected by robots, flies, fish or whatever else can spot you, which immediately fails your mission. While the game keeps throwing new game mechanics at you throughout its 75 levels, your only offensive capability is eating flies which appear very late in the game. Instead, you have to avoid the enemy's vision cones. The game is high paced for a stealth game, mainly because there are no noise mechanics to deal with. As a chameleon, you can change colors matching the standard Xbox controller buttons, green, red, yellow, and blue, to blend into your environments. But that mechanic is used surprisingly little throughout the game. Spike Median has an achievement for switching colors 1000 times, which you will not get playing through the game changing the colors when you need it, fortunately it can be earned in a matter of minutes by cycling the buttons on the controller, which you can do while playing through the early levels with little bother. One thing to keep in mind is that most achievements can only be earned on the games hard difficulty. As an achievement hunter there is no reason to play Spy Chameleon on any other difficulty than hard, make sure you change the difficulty before you start playing the game. All of the 75 levels have 3 objectives on top of completing the level, collecting flies, ladybugs and beating a par time. You usually have to replay a level 3-4 to four times as you also have to complete all 75 levels in a cumulative time below 18 minutes. Just beating the par time is not enough to get below 18 minutes for all levels, so you should probably just try to get a good time after doing the other objectives. Unfortunately you cannot see your cumulative time until you have completed all of the game's levels Each level has a leaderboard which is full of AH101 community members Many of whom has completed the game whose times you can use as benchmarks for what times you should aim for There are a few level specific achievements you might miss if you play through the levels without looking at the achievement list But as there is level select and almost every single level can be beaten in 30 seconds it is not much bothered to do them after completing the rest of the game The levels are mostly intuitive though there are a few levels which you might want to look up by guide for a fast time All of the collectibles are easily found and tracked on the level select screen Playing on a Series X the load times are practically non-existent with the exception of booting up the game making it easy to just give it another go if a level proves troublesome, Spy Chameleon has 30 achievements worth 1,000 game score and almost 2,400 TDA, and a time estimate of eight to ten hours. It's not a trivial completion, but not a very difficult one. And while certainly a stealth game, the bite-sized levels encourages speed before slow and careful movements. is not a bad price for it, but chances are you've already picked it up as it has been deeply discounted many times since its release in 2015. Have a nice day everyone!